everyone. Welcome back to The Suspense is Killing Us. It's me, Kevin Clark. It's oh, it's me, Matt Lynch. Okay, Travis Vogt. Oh, usually yeah, I don't you know. go after him. You usually go next, and then you didn't well, say anything. He didn't, he didn't tee me up. I, uh, I wasn't on the ball. It's fine. We're, gonna, we're getting better right Fucking now. get in the game. Right now we're getting it? better. Ugh. Kevin's exhausted anyway. He hosted was, our big telethon yesterday. I was yesterday, live so. for eight hours. Yeah. Some of you might have watched. It was fun, so, for the most part. Well, tell us about the stuff that wasn't fun. Let's get that inside baseball. I, I will not, but I'll tell Let's you. Get off, that hot I'll goss. tell you off the mic. Which there was some not fun stuff, but it was not not. It was nothing really dramatic. Yeah. So it's nothing. No worth, big deal. It's nothing worth sharing. Everybody that everybody that Scarecrow was is wonderful, and it was a fun time. Yes. Had by everyone all. who participated was great, and yeah. we made our goal, and we did. Yeah, so we lived hundred thousand dollars, million dollars, twenty five thousand million dollars. We're, we're almost to our 250,000 goal. Jeez, really? When this, when this comes out, I don't know. We might no, be. We're, we, we were up to about 80 total yesterday. Well, so we're, anyway, we're close. Yeah, we're about halfway there. How much time are you giving yourselves to get to that? I don't, I don't know. know. I have no idea. Till tomorrow? Till yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we're pretty sure we can do it in a week. Uh-huh. A week! <laughs> we're all doing our ah. song. We're not doing like Kickstarter or Indiegogo or anything like that, so there's no, technically there's no limit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah everybody give... Give with uh, your whole heart yeah, to, Scarecrow to Scarecrow Video. Mm-hmm. They have all these movies. I don't know if you know that, but you can't get these <laughs> movies at other places, and they do. And it's Including one we'll worse. talk about today that you literally can't yeah. get anywhere else, really. Yeah. That's oh, true. Oh, fuck's yeah. sake. Well, my favorite, one of, one of the ones that I've talked about, I talked about it on here and on Viva Physical Media, was uh, Mute Witness. Yep. And in that movie, I got to tell you, that movie rents out every every week. I've since since we've talked about it on yeah. here, and since I talked about it on that show, like yeah, I notice awesome. it renting out constantly. We're starting to get and a we're cult the only of mute witness going. And we're the only people who I mean, I'm sure there might it might be a library. Somewhere a couple other or something. podcasts have talked about it too. But like, but yeah. it's not. I mean, it's not really out out there. Yeah, it's not I know at ring. least like it's three anyway. people have uh, tagged us on one of the social medias. Yeah, that yeah. bought it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because of our show. Yeah, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> That's that makes it all they worth died. it. God they died. They bought it. They bought it. <laughs> they kicked the bucket. <laughs> they bought the farm. They, well, we, we have had we did have some messages a while back like, like three in a row that were like I almost crashed my car <laughs> listening to your podcast. Yeah. So all right, all right. Well, uh, I was be careful I, out there. Jesus I had a, I had a nail gun and I was renailing the gutters on my uh, <laughs> my house and uh, I was on this real rickety ladder and I laughed so hard at your jokes I almost I shot a nail right into my head but luckily it missed all the brain parts. So anyway, keep keep up the good work. Five stars. I was doing a, I was doing a vasectomy on a guy, and I almost cut his dick off. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> a lot of surgeons were listening to and our I'm podcast. And I'm a dentist, so I shouldn't have been doing that in the first place. <laughs> it's, no. it's bad. I, I shouldn't have put my name in this either. Ah, oh, God damn it. Oh, wow. it's, too, it's, too it's too hot today. It's too hot today. <laughs> well, I'm an idiot. What are we talking about today? Uh, well, today we are doing uh, an episode dedicated to one of uh, one of the more interesting uh, actresses out there, Sean Young. Sean Young. Mm-hmm. Who's had, who had a tumultuous career? Yes, but is in not an a ton of shit. Not really of her own of her own fault, though. Like I think I I have my it, suspicions that it's kind of fifty fifty. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, she's she's noted to have had had some mental health problems, yes, and also, right. but also she was fucked over by a studio system that you know didn't treat her very well in the yep, first place. Yep. yep. Real so. uh, real both barrels sort of thing uh, with Sean Young. Uh, we're going to be talking about one movie that was that that, that this is what she. Talked about when she became one of the people calling out Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be the last one that we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about. So we're gonna start with 1987's No Way Out, and then we're gonna move on to 1991's A Kiss Before Dying, and then 1992's Love Crimes. Yeah, and Sean Young had a pretty great 80s. I mean, is Blade Runner her first movie? 
Yeah, it might be. I don't yeah. know about first, she's, but yeah. Yeah, she's fucking rules in that, obviously. She's and everybody hated Dune. her on that one. Everybody hated her in that. She's in Dune, which everybody hated, but, well, but, but I, I think like it's great. And she's great at it. Well, a lot of people like it. Tell me if you remember A lot of, a lot of people, two out of three people in this room think Dune is great. Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, as they that's say. What, that's what Meatloaf says yep. all the time. He, can't, he probably <laughs> does just only say that over and over again. He's he w- gone. Do you think he just walks mentally. into the kitchen and just says, like, two out of three ain't bad? And they're like, all right, good back in your ta- bed, Meatloaf. What are you talking about? How did you, you get out of here? He just walks around. He's like, I would do anything for a cup of coffee. <laughs> but, but I won't, I won't do, do that. that. <laughs> I would do anything and for killing him. And his like, spouse or whomever is just like, oh, Jesus, meat. Meat, get out of here. Meat, loaf. Hey, loaf, Mister a day. Mister loaf. <laughs> uh, why don't you go? Why don't you go drink some adrenochrome, you fucking fascist? Is he QAnon? I would assume so. I don't think so. Don't he's think so. fucking MAGA. Is he? Yes. Meatloaf's MAGA. Sure. Yeah, he's a conservative. He's fucking nuts. Oh, I didn't know that. That's disappointing. Do you remember that video where where Mitt Romney was running and he started yeah. to sing? Uh, he sang this completely unhinged <laughs> no. rendition. Who's of... Mitt Romney? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Republican candidate for president in the 70s. I think. Surely you like jest. <laughs> but there's this footage of him singing like I don't know, yeah. God bless America or something, right next to Mitt Romney, and he's losing his fucking mind. Yeah. He's going like. Ah! He, it, looks, I, it looks like he's having an well, absolute mental Jim breakdown. Jim Steinman wrote "God Bless America" for one day. I yeah. think he. Uh, I think he had. Some, I think he has some uh, some mental problems too. Oh. Speaking of speaking of people who have uh, it, who have issues, I think meatloaf. When you watch me go, eh, I don't think this guy's uh, here altogether. He's not playing anymore. with a full loaf. Oof. Yeah. He's, he's uh, on the she belongs metaphors. on the short bus. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like the QAnon. Uh, like yeah. Oh man, look up what the QAnon shaman guy's lawyer said about him. It's uh, funny stuff. <laughs> Funny stuff. What a treat. But speaking of funny stuff, let's get back to Sean Young. <laughs> oh. Oh, Sean Young. Well, this first movie's really good. Oh, well, and let's she's get good right in into it. it then, shall she's we? Yeah, it was 1987's No Way Out, which is a kind of a loose remake of uh, the novel, well, the movie The Big Clock, which is based on the book The Big Clock, uh, but they're very obviously very different. This one takes place mostly at the Pentagon, yeah. which I thought was pretty interesting. We could use a hero. Get him here. Commander. Glad to have you with us. As my assistant, you'll function as liaison between this office and the CIA. Yes, sir. You know I work for Bryce? Secretary of Defense. And that makes two of us. This one can do things for me like no other woman I've ever met. Oh, no. David's here. Who are you with this weekend? Nobody. I pay the rent. Tell me who it is. He's not a like you. Susan, he saw me. Maybe he didn't see. He saw me. It opens with his like awesome, like a lot of these movies that we've watched, especially in the '80s and '90s, open with these really spectacular helicopter. Oh, these shots. tracking shots. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, this is very similar to the one from Unlawful Entry. Of course, uh-huh. it's earlier, but it starts like what at the Pentagon itself. Yeah, and it's and like looking up the mall, up. so you can see like you know the Capitol building and the and na- the and the yeah the National the Monument, Washington, 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 Washington Monument, Monument and, and then it just goes around in a big loop. It all goes the way all, yeah, it goes all the way back, and, and you can see the Capitol the whole time in the shot, like way in the background. You can actually orient yourself around the Capitol by the shot, like oh that goes it's, there. I didn't know that was a, there. It's a great shot, and like a lot of great things in this movie is completely ruined by the garbage score that plays <laughs> over it. It's an awful, awful score. It's weird by by like Mari Jar, who did like Lawrence of Arabia. But it's just like shitty synthesizer. There's like okay. There's like three. I I don't think it's completely ruined. I think this movie's great. The score Uh, is terrible. It's not. It's not ruined. But it is like that. There's a car chase in this movie that is where it's particularly egregious because 
you're like, first of all, you could do a car chase without music. It's actually more exciting. Yes. But they, instead, they're like, it's like this beep, boom, boom, do, 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 It really do, sounds do, like boop, a Casio. Bloop, bloop, Very bloop, bad. Bloop. And you're like, what the fuck is this music? Yeah. This it's is like they had invented the Casio like six months earlier, <laughs> and the guy was like, "Hey, we can just do it all on here." And everyone was like, "Yeah, that's sure. That, yeah. That's always going to sound it's, good." It's the worst. It's the worst. Uh, we recorded it to Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the worst disparity of like movie and uh, the, uh, the only worst one I can think of is uh, Lady Hawk. <laughs> oh which is, boy! Which yeah. is like which is like this high fantasy movie, and it should have like some kind of an orchestral score, or something. But then it's got this awful electronic score, and you're like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Yeah, it's like yeah, a video yeah. game. <laughs> I mean, that's not a great movie or anything, but it is like it. It's the music certainly doesn't help. <laughs> anyway, there's three, I thought of that while there's I was three components this. to the score of this. One of them is like the lamest thing. That's what they're playing over the car chase, and a couple yeah. of times where it's really like embarrassing. Yeah, it's it sounds like something from a fucking. Straight, it's like what they would have in the background of like a Birdemic or something. It's like really terrible. <laughs> then there's like a yeah. kind of classic portion of it that kind of it begins with and it happens like one or two other times that I actually recognize from like lots of previews and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's a song. There's the spoons too. Where it plays the spoons. <laughs> and it's great. No, there's a lot of 80s like soft ballad rock well, at the beginning. What's the song? There's, 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 there's no way out. The song no, no way, way out. out. Yeah. It's Paul Anka. It fucking sucks. <laughs> it is, I'll play it at the end, it's so lame. It was funny because while I was watching, it's I, the worst. I popped this I in really and I had kept it with thinking. your cynicism about Paul Anka, <laughs> both of you. It sounded a lot better coming out of Paul Anka. I popped this in and I was like, I kept, for some reason, the uh, Phil Collins song, uh, <laughs> it wasn't, it's not, it's not No Way Out, what's the fucking Against song? All it was like, Against no, All Odds. No, no, that, that song, but it was like the, uh, Oh, one more, one more night. Oh yeah, it kept oh. popped, it popped in my head, but I was like, but it was it's like to the tune of song. "No Way Out." I was like, is that is that this song? <laughs> no and then there was a "No Way Out" song. Out. I'm like, no way out. And I'm like, then it gets to the song "No Way Out," and I'm like, I wish it was that. Oh, that, I like that song. That, that this Phil Collins song is so much better. I, this this song <laughs> is so lame. It, like you could play this for like my grandma, and she'd be like, "What's this pussy shit? <laughs> I want some fucking Lawrence What's Welk. That? I want some music with some hair on its balls." <laughs> Play me this fucking pussy and music. It's Grandma, it's Paul Anka. No wonder. It's during <laughs> little <a> bitch. <laughs> He's a little bitch-made punk. <laughs> I kick his happy uh, meal ass. Travis Vode's grandma called Paul Anka a bitch to his face. Yeah. <laughs> she was older She'd than him at the time. Kick his ass in kick front of his mother. <laughs> she did, too. That's a true story. She she, she pistol whipped him and then was like, "Any you want this fucking shit? Piss, Any you? Just pissed on him afterwards, like, no, too. No, no, it's okay. It was a starter pistol. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you can get charged with with a then much she, worse. Then crime. she made Paul Anka hide the gun for him. Yeah, <laughs> and then she sang back up, back up on this song. Yeah, which is Weird. like kind of strange. They reconciled. <laughs> She's like, I can make this song better, and then she did not. So, so the movie starts with a bad score, but a great shot. Yeah, and fucking then, and then awesome helicopter it. shot, and then it, and then well, it zooms in to Kevin Costner getting interviewed, and you're like, I know what this is. It's Kevin Costner. He's a good. Well, I don't want to do any spoilers. Gonna, well, I mean, we're gonna spoil it. Also, it's also it's also a scene spoil that, you, yet. that you kind of forget about over the course of the movie. But it's it starts brief. With him, yeah. He's being interrogated about you know something that we don't really we don't really know what it is, and he's like adamant that you know he didn't. That he's telling him everything and he doesn't know what what really happened. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, he's looking through a two like one way. Yeah, glass there's there's mirror. somebody on the other side of the mirror. And he he's knows like, that what that that motherfucker's there. gonna come out and tell me what's going on. Yeah, and stuff exactly. Like this. If you don't, want, I mean, we spoil our movies here, but this is one of one the one of the ones where if you haven't seen No Way Out, uh, watch it before you listen to us. Yeah, it absolutely. Is, it is it terrific is terrific. It is ending. worth. I hadn't seen it before, and it is worth not knowing. Mm-hmm. And what's what's gonna what's gonna happen? I I had <laughs> I had seen this movie many times yeah. as a kid. Like it was on HBO a bunch, and I always thought it was cool. So I re- I fully remembered uh, what the what the twist is. What I didn't remember was that it was a twist. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> my memory was always like, oh, you know that that's what's going uh-huh. on the whole time. No, no, you uh-huh. don't. It's totally out of left field at the end of the movie. It's great. This movie has an amazing script. Works, like a be- beautiful structure where like a lot of movies like this that have great, like, this is a great twist. Mm-hmm. And a lot of movies like this that have the, the great twist are like, we know we got this twist. We've got it in our back pocket. We're going to do a twist. You be ready for a twist. Yeah. And this movie isn't like that. No, they don't it, telegraph it, it, it at all. It doesn't feel like a movie that has a twist. Yeah. And there's so much other shit going on. Mm-hmm. There, it's like a, like a magic trick, right? Where they're mm-hmm. doing all this distraction and then at the well, end you're like oh shit that, there's oh a, my god there's a whole other movie yeah i mean the movie the happens the movie has not and then the twist happens and you're like what and that's then you're what like, was oh, happening actually, the whole time actually it's like oh that works that's weird but okay but like you don't need but i wasn't but the movie doesn't need it because you're actually involved the 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 story that's happening in front of you is involving enough without knowing the secret yeah, yeah. I wasn't even considering end. that sort of thing because <laughs> there was so much shit going on in this movie. Because right. it's, it's a great thriller. It's, it's just, really good. It's, it's just a, extraordinarily it's just a well put together. Solid thriller that yeah. just like, like, you're just you're you're with Kevin Costner the whole time. Well, he can't. Well, he has no, he has way, no out. way out. I mean, really, really, literally, at one point, he has no way out of a building. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> well, Pentagon <he's> <laughs> scene. It, it gets so like he start because it's the as they point out, it's the and we're going to the ending here, but it's like the biggest building in the world, the Pentagon, yeah. and it eventually like they push him da- like yeah, like, he's into the center the, rings. The, and the stuff. news keeps tightening, literally, basically, mm-hmm. almost literally, closer yeah. and closer, where he has to start dieharding and going into the ductwork and shit. Yeah, it's or rad. there's people just like right outside the <laughs> yeah. door. He's so close. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really exciting. It's just great. It's just like great like down the line solid thriller movie making and like it's, it's, it's also well so well written and so well acted that actually yeah. the thriller part of it doesn't kind of start until about 40 minutes into this two hour movie yeah, and, but you you're not sitting there going like, when's the movie gonna get started? Because there's it's sort of full of like intrigue and the characters are interesting and it's well acted. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's good like before the thing happens yeah. and before anybody's you know and at that point too it, i think that's what's good about it is that it's it's by the time the like uh well we can say i guess by the time like she gets killed yeah uh yeah that's also like that's like 40 twist. minutes in and it hasn't been a thriller up to that point but it has been this sort of like a little bit cat and mouse like because these these relationships she's yeah. having with these two men and and there's like this drama this intrigue going on there but then when she gets killed then that's when like the the, the thriller plot kicks in, yeah. but you you are actually already you know so much about these characters by that point. It's that perfect kind of writing and uh, pacing because you're like, okay, good. Now is when the thing happens, and we know so much about these characters that we actually are like, yeah. ah, what's gonna happen? But We're all, involved. But it's not just a bunch of like setup character Mm-mm. building scenes. It's like no, it's, no, no, no. It's telling its story the whole time. No, it's moving that story on its own. Yeah. You're like, oh, and then this, and then she's like with this guy, but also, but she's with this guy, and and she, I think she really actually likes this guy more, but she can't break it off with this guy. And you're like, I'm involved in this romance yeah. sort of. Uh, you know, triangle that's going on. Yeah. And then she gets killed and you're like, yeah. oh, now, it, well, now, first of all, I'm sad that Sean Young got killed yeah. 40 minutes ago because she's, she's really she's good, really good in this. She's great yeah. in this. She's and great that's the it. last time we'll be saying that <laughs> in this episode. Unfortunately. That's yes. true. That's absolutely true. Although we will be saying, probably saying nice things about her, but not <laughs> uh, not that she's good. <laughs> no, I don't But she's so. great in it. Anyway, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but... Well, so this... Uh, okay, so after, after that interrogation scene, basically he's... Six months earlier. Yeah, uh, and then uh, so so Kevin Costner is this naval officer, and uh, he uh, he gets hired on to be like an adjutant to the Secretary of Defense. Yeah, Gene Hackman, uh, and Gene Hackman also has this like uh, this assistant who's his Waylon Smithers. Is, he has a Smithers. He has a Smithers, and it's Will Patton. Yeah, and, and Will Patton is like obsessed with Gene Hackman and coded very queer. 
He, but, yeah, he is gay. Yeah, and and but like not in a way that I think would be problematic today. Oh yeah, God, Fred yeah. Fred Dalton Thompson of all people has a line where he's yeah. describing. He's like, uh, that man has proclivities that would uh, yeah. have him get stoned to death if you believe in the Old Testament. And you're like, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. What the what? But I hundred percent believe yeah. Fred Dalton Thompson saying that though. Oh, yeah. he is. Oh, he is like a, he is like the the villain. So, but yeah, yeah. they shouldn't. Uh, you know. Yeah, probably, probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't be described that way. Fred Dalton Thompson, as himself, <laughs> these people with proclivities don't take a dump, son, without a plan. <laughs> literally was a senator. Yeah, yeah. but uh, and then out of Tennessee, he also uh, falls into a relationship with this young woman, uh, Sean Young. And Sean Young, man, Sean Young. Uh, that scene where they meet, well, the first scene is so good too, because it's the party? like, yeah, and it it actually works because it's a scene where they meet, they meet at the party, mm-hmm. and then immediately the, he's like, hey, you want to get out of here? And she's like, yeah, and they immediately are just in the back of this car, yeah, f- just just get just fucking just this about is, just about to fucking. Scene. It's actually like really, you're kind of like I don't know. Sometimes those that seems like that seemed forced, but it actually works. They're both like they're both charming enough yeah. that you're like, yeah, I can see these two people like, the, like wanting to just be like, let's leave this stuffy party and go fuck in the back of the car, and they're having a good time, and the drivers the like drivers checking really him out, and he's like, hey, do you mind closing that thing? He's like, okay, and it's like everybody's was, uh, having fun, and then there's a terrible song in there, but <laughs> terrible, otherwise, terrible otherwise song. it's a great scene. But it's a classic scene. This was parodied uh, at length in Hot Shots. Uh-huh, oh, recall. it's right. <laughs> it goes on and on. It's yeah, like a it's way long. longer scene in Hot Shots than it is in this, and it's like a kind of a set piece in this. Yeah. But it, like, but when when he like, it's they're fun. Like Kevin Costner also is like rarely this much fun in a movie. Yeah. This was it's one of those of movies that made him a big star. Exactly. Yeah. This this year, same year as Untouchables. Mm-hmm. Right. Pretty good year. Didn't you tell me that Ebert was like, I liked him better in this than Untouchables? Well, yeah. No, Ebert was like, <laughs> Ebert was like saying that like I think that was one of his criticisms of Untouchables, which I kind of agree with, is that like Kevin Costner is an actor I've seen be fun to watch, and he's not in this. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe this isn't. But Kevin Costner often would take roles like that even after that like sort of the stoic right, quiet yeah. dude but like when Kevin Costner is fun you're like this is yeah. a fun guy uh, Silverado he's Silverado's great good, yeah. you know Robin Hood Prince of Thieves even he's f- terrific <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even like in Fandango he's also Fandango. Like a, f- a fun yeah. charming it's not a great movie but he's like a fun a, charming he's guy he's super funny in it's The Big a, Chill it's a and weird it, movie it's, yeah, well he's I've seen him less funny in movies I've seen him I've seen, yeah. <laughs> but, but he started but like after this like incredible like period of time these uh, uh, incredible successes that he had around this time he did start to become like image conscious yeah and he was like no i have to be just a hero just a straight then, down the then line you get the bodyguard decent but man i mean hero. he like he, he, one yeah. of the most absolutely stultifying performances you'll ever yeah, see that's pretty bad. but he a also, movie that i thought he, as we discussed <laughs> i thought he was doing like under duress and he was producing the no, fucking he's movie. Made yeah. movie yeah but he also is like he like does he'll do performances like that like in a perfect world or something too mm-hmm. where yeah he's, where he's great but it's doing that thing but you're also like you rarely see costner after this be like Fun. I mean, some of it you can chalk up to enthusiasm. It's like you look at a perfect world. He's like, yeah, I'm hanging out with Clint Eastwood doing his his thing, and like I'm just only working seven hours a day. Exactly. I'm probably seven hours a week. (laughs) (laughs) It's one shot at a time. We're we're mowing through this script, mowing through it. (laughs) Holy uh, shit! uh, So anyway, Sean Young is also having an affair with his boss. The yeah. Secretary of Defense, Gene Hackman, yep. who is like obsessed with her and like in a kind of a creepy way, yeah. and, and is like, you know, he's kind of like infatuated with this young woman who he thinks is so amazing. But, he like, but he's like, he like, he like is like just a, in that creepy way where he like owns her. Yeah, in his yeah. mind, like he's like, you're mine, and yeah, he's yeah. married. This, I believe, this, this is also stuff, the second but... movie we've covered where Gene Hackman is a skeevy politician who likes to fuck around and yeah, the other beat one, up women and stuff. Other one directed really, by Clint, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Yeah, this one, this also reminded me if anybody out there listens to our Patreon of the De Palma book a lot. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Arsenic <laughs> like, necessary. Yeah. yeah, like the, the the especially the relationship between him and Will Patton. Oh yeah. It's very much like the the, right. the main the main bad dude in Arsenic's necessary is like this like yes man who but he has uh, you know underlying mm-hmm. reasons for doing it that are different than yeah. this guy. But it was very much the same where it's like you did what okay and he shows up and just fucking and Hackman's like I don't know I don't know. he's like Sh- okay just calm down um and he just starts like cleaning up this mess for him. You're like yeah. oh so he's, he's very much like Will Patton is a Smithers. He's like mm-hmm. actually more competent and smarter than the, the <laughs> person, than the too, older but... guy who has the power that he worships. Yeah, and Gee, he's gay. the he's part so where much... Gene Hackman goes, "I don't feel any younger or funkier." He's, just... <laughs> <laughs> he's doped up or dying or something. something. Uh, side note: Speaking of that, you brought up our snakes necessary. There's a podcast called Like the Fuse, which is all about the Mission Impossible movies and uh-huh. stuff. It's a really good podcast. But they're going to have De Palma on next month, and he's going to talk about the book. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, wow. Uh, uh, so I wish lo- we could, I'm wish, looking forward to that. I wish we had fa- famous people's phone numbers or whatever. <laughs> Can you imagine us talking to Brian De Palma? He gets so tired of us so fast. I would love it. Uh, holy mackerel, you guys are annoying. Would he, would he get as tired of us as I did with greetings when I watched it? Like oh, oh, bam. Actually, it was all right. Oh, oh, all right. Well, there you go. It's not the worst. De Palma Greetings, movie. Brian Obama. Uh, I'm Kevin Clark. <laughs> before we before we get into like the big Hi, the Mom. big turn, yeah. uh, I do I do want to just stress that that this uh, how much fun Sean Young is before things get mm-hmm. like really heavy in this scene where they're fooling around in the uh, limousine, which is pretty sexy. Mm-hmm. Like the movie's sexy when it's doing. She's when all it's giggling doing, the whole time. She's, and stuff. But there's so much. They're having so much fun with each other. They have real chemistry. And then there's this part when they go to her friend Iman's. Yeah. Uh huh. And she's like, "Hey, man, you just drive around in my in this limousine that's already you paid can stay for. at my place. I'm gonna fuck this guy. You stay at my place, yeah." And they're having they're just like really <laughs> having fun and laughing. And then like uh, when she starts to walk into the place, she, she takes, takes her off clothes her, off. Yeah. Her takes off her like fur coat or whatever, and she's butt naked. <laughs> and they're all laughing. And you're like, "She, this lady is so fun. <laughs> also, I love this lady." Also, Iman doesn't get changed. She's wearing like a nightgown and yeah, stuff. She's, like, she's all just right. like, "All right, all right, I'll go to your house." And and maybe, like, she, maybe she hooked up with the limo driver. It's a fun deal they have. She's like, she is great. And, and yeah. you're just like, man, she's. I could absolutely see why this guy would fall for her, and and you need that to be the case because you don't because because things that happen later on in the movie, you'd need to be yeah. sure that he actually is in love with this woman, mm-hmm. which he is. I watched this after Kiss Before Dying, and you watched uh, this after or after after that, and it, I was like, I was like, I, I can't believe this is the same actress. Oh, it's so <laughs> weird. Day, yeah. I watched them like and that back was to back almost. This. Yeah, yeah, it was just, but it was weird because I was like. Well, we'll get to we'll get to her performance in that, but it was so weird that I and watching this going like and like a few minutes in, just in that limo scene, I'm like, is this the same person? Is this Sean Young? Because I watched a whole movie with her a few minutes ago, and that's not this does not seem like the same actor. Good. If it was uh, in reverse order, that would make sense. Like if she did yeah. that one, and then she went to acting school, and then did No Way Out. You know, like oh, I took these classes. Oh, I was doing it all wrong. Here, here's how you do it. Yeah. But no, it's four years later. Um, anyway, but anyway, she's great in this. They they have a whole whirlwind romance. He mm-hmm. goes to Mexico for a bit with some dude. Yeah. Well, he also goes to <laughs> Fili- yeah, the, to the Philippines on, right. on a, He gets deployed to the Philippines. And right. There's this, there's an important scene that doesn't seem important at the time, but at the begin they get to the Philippines and uh, this little kid is like, "Hey, let me take your bag. Let me carry your bag for you." And he's like, "No, no." And finally, he's like, "Fine, okay, take my bag, but don't oh, yeah, run yeah, away." Yeah. Kid, and the kid takes off. About that. And then he goes, "Ah." Well, they, they bring it up. It. it comes up again later. There's one line of dialogue that references it later. Uh, but he just—he's—he seems fine for this kid to be taking his bag. He starts to chase him, and then him and his buddy are chasing him, and they're like, "Ah, he's like, ah, fuck it, never mind. It's not it's worth just, it. It's not worth it. It's just like, what does he got? A pair of shorts yeah, and a change right. of clothes. Let's go hit the bar. We're gonna party and and we're having fun. Yeah. Well, because he what is it? 
he he like gets some leave because he like rescues a dude, so, right? There's yes. like, he's like a hero. There's like a boat. There's well, thing there's a, they're, right. on, there's they're, they're boat, on his they're on his boat, scene. and they're in a, there's a storm, and yep. a guy gets almost thrown overboard, he and he rescues him. him, and all this stuff, and and then he's like in the bar, in the, and he's trying to call Sean Young uh, back in the states, and he's clearly like kind of. Uh, like really into her, and he's like, I can't get a hold of her, and it's it's really bugging him, yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. No way, she, there's she no way out of him. this with him. She mm-hmm. won't talk to him on the phone because Gene Hackman's right there looking. He's obsessed at her. with her and stuff. And you yeah. can tell, in, in, with their relationship, that he hasn't like done anything particular, like to over the line yet. But she knows what the deal is. Yeah. Like this is a insecure, powerful dude. Yeah, yeah. She's afraid like. of him. And he's, yeah, exactly. And uh, but he he like likes to be seen in public with her, so he's like taking her to all these DC yeah while he's with his wife. Stuff. I have my wife here next to me, and then I can look over at my mistress. Yeah, and he makes Will cool. Patton like pretend to be her date, and Will right. Patton doesn't like her. doesn't like her like at all. Smithers would be the, the exact same way. Women and semen don't mix. So. There is an ep- there is an episode <laughs> no. a later episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns starts dating Julia Louis Dreyfus, <laughs> and Smithers is and that her real? Head, yeah, that's oh, for Jesus real, Christ. Why wouldn't that be real? <laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't Just, seen you it. You can name anything. There's an episode of The Simpsons where a Homer uh, gets the Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile and drives it around the country. <laughs> that's Christ. probably a fucking episode. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so what? Tell me about this hypothetical Simpsons episode that you swear exists. Well, Julie Louis Dreyfus is, is she plays Smithers a cop, like I believe, oh, and she starts dating Burns. Mr. Burns. Is she like an old lady, or is it no. she just like a regular forty-five, fifty-year-old Julie Louis Dreyfus? Yeah, and Burns will be like, Smithers, have my girlfriend come in and make love to me, and he'll be like, oh, God damn it. And Patton has, the, he's like, oh, I don't like this because I'm in love with Burns. And Patton has the same shit. Yeah, yeah. With Sean Young, he doesn't like her. No. Uh, Will so Patton is fantastic. He's very, this. very good. Oh, in this. I love, I love me some Will Patton. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's Watch good. Watch all, all of Falling of Skies. If you yeah. really, if you're <laughs> a very bad show that you and I watched every episode of for some reason. <laughs> watched all of it. All of it. <laughs> and then my guy Noah is Wiley he, in it. Is he playing like? His, but is he playing the Will Patton guy in that? Because normally Will Patton, I'm used to seeing him where he's sort of like the guy who's like. A reasonable, you know, like I'm Will uh, Patton, and I'm kind of. I mean, I'm thinking like his guy in Armageddon, you know, where he's like, you're sort of like, no, he's not like sort of sort of grounded dude. I mean, this one he's like that, but he's he's like a villain, you know, or yeah, whatever. yeah. He's sort he's, of, he's not a bad guy on Falling Skies, but he's like an antagonist. He's like the okay. hard nosed dude who's always in conflict with the more sort of even handed main character. Yeah, he's kind of warped by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he's a military dude, and I think yeah, he's yeah. been warped by his combat. So they're always stuff, they're so always he's... clashing because he wants to, he's more aggressive, and he's like, we gotta go take him out. Okay. No, why? He's like, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a history teacher, and you know when George Washington was crossing the Delaware, blah blah blah. Okay. Yeah. Also, well, all, another movie with Kevin Costner and Will Patton that I really like is The Postman. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. I really like The Postman. I've never seen it. That's a fun one. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's ba- it's not good. I think it's good. I watched parts of it like back when it first came out on video, and I was kind of like, eh. I, I like a lot of things. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not I'm not like a Waterworld. Uh, you're not a water litigator or whatever. Whatever's happening with that movie? I because I, I saw it in the theater and was like, "Well, that's not very good." And then you know, years later, I'm like, "You know what? Some people I know say this is pretty good." And I rewatched it. I'm like, "Well, that's not very good." <laughs> it's a uh, it's a movie that's not very good. Waterworld's not right. No, po- it's the it's, a, is, it's not a, it's not like the huge disaster at the think, time. It I just lost a lot of, of them, money. I think both of like, them have uh, their finer points. Sure. The Postman <laughs> is is like a cl- is like Probably. a classic work. Like Kevin Costner's, I think, reputation. Vanity Project. Yeah, it's his Vanity Project, and he had he had his hands all over it, of course. But like you know, the I think that the 
Kevin Costner's image is very vanilla mm-hmm. and very like sort of safe, and I think that's kind of how he wanted it. But then you you watch the Postman, and you're like, Kevin Costner is pretty fucking weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's actually, I mean, he's it, not that he isn't vanilla. He's totally he's like a fucking weird vanilla dude. Yeah, and you're like you're just like who makes a movie like this? Yeah, he, it's pretty wild. He's even kind of a weird vanilla dude in this movie. Like yeah. he's yeah. kind of like a guy where you're like, oh, this is a Kevin Costner kind of guy. But then he gets like when he's getting a little riled up or like worried and stuff. You're kind of like, this guy's kind of act. This guy's weird. This guy's kind of weird. <laughs> it turns out he there's a reason for that. But I mean, yeah, there is. There oh. is. Yeah. And he has some great moments in this. But anyways. So he gets back from his deployment in the Philippines and he takes Sean Young on like a weekend getaway to yeah. the islands or something like that. Now we like get that. like 10, 15 minutes of just them romancing like each that. other. They're yeah. romancing, having sex and on a boat. And it seems who's just the, sort of... It's, who's, who's the guy he pays the boat for? What's that actor? Oh, I don't know. He plays like biker dudes in all, all these 80s movies. I didn't he shows them. up because he shows up again. Yeah. I can't remember what I recognize him from. It might be like even Pee Wee's Big Adventure or something. But he's like just some dude who he's plays a, like He's burly. a big burly dude. He's just a character actor who plays like big burly bearded dudes. But he's always really funny when he pops yeah. up but he's really funny when he shows up later and they're trying to get him to identify the guy he's like, he's I like, know, look like what, a does dude. He, what does he look like he's like i told you you look you like dark hair yeah and it's like well yeah he's just a he's like he's just an ordinary looking dude or something like that he's really funny the way he's describing it's like he says it's the, like he is he describing the, the son of a bitch is average yeah and it's like <laughs> and it's like it's like as kind of uh mean as the coen brothers writing that Steve Buscemi is funny looking. Yeah, yeah. Like, because it's like, you're, that's true. Kevin Costner is the most average looking dude. Like, he looks like a guy. Well, what do you mean? You know that Kevin Costner guy? He looks like him. Oh, great. So, like, he looks like every white dude. A <laughs> <laughs> man, he's white. I look more like Kevin height. Costner. Uh, handsome. handsome. <clears throat> well, there's there's three people you meet in this scene, and there's, first is Kevin Costner's landlord, who is like, hey, you take pretty girl on vacation with you? And yeah. he's like, oh, you're embarrassing me, Piotr, or whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> do paintings yeah and then and then they Annie. go they go on the trip and he's like uh we want to rent we want to rent a boat and the guy's like well you can get this little dinghy he's like now we want that rich guy's boat that's my boss's boat you can't have it and he pays this dude a, a bunch around. of money to get the, the fancy boat and the guy's like you know how, how to run this thing and he's like yes of course i do we know that because he's in the navy and then also they go to a hotel and they exorbitantly tip the mm-hmm. the bellboy uh, and and all these guys are going to come into play later. Yeah, but this but this is like what we were talking about with uh, against all odds. Yeah, where there's this long chunk of them romancing, but that doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's this, just this is a shorter chunk. Time. It's it's shorter, and and you get the romance of them bond. They're building a relationship. You actually but it see also, that they like each other. <laughs> they like each other, and it also plays into the rest of the plot. This yeah. all has stuff to do with the. It's a really tight screenplay. The yeah. most important thing, though, is that the two leads actually have chemistry. Have chemistry. Yeah, and they so, really do. So, and that's like because that's the that's the a killer in any of any kind of movie like this where you're like these look at this this romance for the ages and if it if it's not working yeah. you're it's it's against all odds where you're like that's exactly I mean, these right, two actors yeah. were hired to play those roles <laughs> and so they're doing what they're told and what the script says but i'm not buying it and this one you buy it as soon as they mm-hmm. see each other you're like these guys these guys like each other yeah <laughs> i thought a lot about against all odds watching this too just like oh this is the version of that movie that's good yeah <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> <laughs> There's like a just a it's like a little thing, but a scene because Kevin Costner knows the deal with her and uh, Hackman, mm-hmm. and uh, and there's a scene where he he'll get sulky about it sometimes. Yeah, where he's yeah. like, they're the ones in love, but she's got it, but she doesn't want to leave this other guy because she's afraid essentially. Yeah, and he's just sort of sitting there pouting, and she sits next to him and starts making fun of his like pouty face, and you're yeah. like, that's that, yeah. <laughs> I've had girls do that to me before. That is that's very, some real shit right there. Yeah, it's very natural. Yeah, it feels real. Yeah. And it's very cute. And it's cute, and she, and again, she's great. And then uh, they get back from their trip, 
And then uh, she's she's got to go out with Gene Hackman, and, yeah. and, and she he's, and he's there. He yeah. shows he's up there here. while she's there, and she's you like, "You have to go out the back." Door. And he's like, "He's got to no, he can go out the back door. I'm I'm go I'm only going out the front door." And he's getting real belligerent. Yeah. You're kind of like, mm, "Come on, guy, just just play ball <laughs> or something. Yeah. Don't be a dick." There's a reason he's like being a dick, and the you know uh, the twist the twist at the end ch- changes the whole color recolors everything yeah. in the movie. Yeah. We're like, "Oh, well, I mean, most everything." Well, anyway, so uh, but and he can, he sort of almost confronts Gene Hackman outside. He does go out the back though. Yeah, yeah. He he's, he sees Gene Hackman like sees a shadowy figure out the back. So he so Hackman knows someone was there. He doesn't know who. He doesn't know who. He yeah. doesn't know who. And then uh, he see, but he knows it's he knows who it is. He knows it's Hackman. Yeah, because yeah. she's told she's since told him who it was that she was with. Because he goaded it out of her like, come on, just tell me. And she's like, well, yeah. it's this guy. He's like, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So then, so then Hackman shows up, and he's immediately like, uh, "Who was the other guy that was here? What was going on? How come you weren't around? You were, uh, you were gone. Uh, this isn't uh, how our relationship's supposed to work." And she's like, "Fuck you. Yeah. That's how our relationship works. You uh, don't do that." And he hits her, and she's like, "Get out!" Mm-hmm. And the, they struggle. They, a, they struggle. They have a you know confrontation that goes up the stairs, and eventually he like hits her. Knocks her off of the balcony, balcony. and she falls onto a table and dies. And this won't be the last time that happens to Sean Young in these in this episode. It's much more spectacular the second time. Yeah, yeah. But it did. It did. I was like, oh, was this going to happen in all three movies? (laughs) (laughs) That was just a theme. No, not quite. Two of them. So he calls Will. Two out of three ain't bad. He calls Will Patton. He's like, "Here's what happened. You know, I killed her. Yeah. What are we gonna do?" This and is actually how the dialogue goes. I thought it was. I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, but it might be. Where he <laughs> he's talking to Will Patton. He goes, "I think I killed Susan." And Will Patton goes, "What happened?" And he goes, "I killed her." <laughs> like, well, all right, all right, good story. That sounds a lot like. I don't know if that was. Uh, I don't know that Hackman rewrote, but it did that it's very Hackman-y, the yeah. dialogue where it's like, "I killed her." Like it's like you That's almost feel like, you almost feel like there was more dialogue there, and Hackman reads it and goes like, "I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this bullshit. I'm just gonna say I killed her." And then uh, the director was like, "Oh, I'm I'm terrified of you, so yes. I'm not going to <laughs> argue." There's, just, there's a scene towards the end me. of the movie where Please. he's confronting Costner, and it's yeah. after sort of the plot has wound down. Yeah, and he's like. I'll do whatever you want. Just, just we can work together. I'll do whatever you want. And then, like they, they tussle for a second more. And then he says it again. He's like, "I'll do whatever you want," but in a totally different way. Yeah. It's just Hackman. He's so good. Oh, Hackman is great. I mean, hey, Hackman can do this shit in his fucking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sleep. this is a small role for him, but you can tell he's having a good time, and yep. he's very scary. Yeah, he's very scary, and also just sort of perfect. There's a scene like towards the beginning where he's introduced, like Will Patton's introduced. I think it's Will yeah. Patton's introducing him to Costner. To Costner, yeah. Because Will Patton and Costner are friends. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, you know your job already? And he's like, no. Yeah. But Will Patton's like, this is the greatest man that I've ever worked for. He's I, would, the, he's I, would true. I would give my life for him. And he's like, here he comes. And Gene Hackman's like, hi. And he's like, hey, hello, this is my friend, who's it? And he's like, ha And then he just sort of walks away. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. like, that's... That man. That's what I, Hackman's that, really like. That's what Hackman's really like, and <laughs> yeah. that that's what this guy is really like. There's like three like. or four. It's s- perfect. Yeah, there's like three or four scenes at the beginning of the movie where the Hackman is just like being this. He's at the secretary of defense, and he's just above it all, and just just going around bullying people. And there, he's kind of like Patton's even like, yeah, can you do that? And he's like, fuck yeah, I can do whatever I want, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and he's you're like, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's yeah. not wrong. You know, until he kills a lady, and then they might have to figure out some. They, they have to might figure out some complex cover up, which yeah. uh, which so, Will Patton does immediately. Yeah, when well, they have they have they basically have one ready to go because they're like, there's this uh, this Russian asset. Uh, well, they're they're Yuri. like Yuri. they're like let's say there's this Russian asset exactly. named like, Yuri. We know she was having an affair with someone. Let's say that she was having an affair yep. with this spy. That's who killed her, and, they, and he was involved with her to get close to you. Yep. That way we have deniability for you, and I'll bring in my guys to take care. 
aware of this. Yeah. He's got a couple operators he works. One of them, one of them's Quato, by yep. the way. Quato, the guy who's Quato is attached to. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, so and and then we'll 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 clean this up in house. That way we can we can cover it all up. Yep. And then also. We'll put Kevin Costner in charge yeah. of the investigation because we can control him. Yeah, and we're pretty da- we're we're a hundred percent positive Kevin Costner is not the guy that t- is having right. an affair yeah. with John Young. Right, we don't know that <clears throat> at all. Yeah, or which even is, suspected. Which is one of the best parts too. And then there's this because then then the whole then once Kevin Costner sees. What happened? What happened? He gets very upset and goes to the bathroom and has like That's a minute. The, and they're kind of like, of "Hey, the best uh, parts in the movie. you're gonna come out of there at any time, buddy? Because uh, uh, we gotta let's do this." And he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, okay." And he has to he has to like act like he doesn't give a shit. He like has he's never he has seen a full on panic attack. It's it's like a ama- it's Kevin <laughs> Costner and he and he like I, and I think it's a combination of both. This is me that's at the center of it, and this woman that I love has been killed. He sees her, her name or yep. picture or whatever in the yeah. information they give him. He's like, oh, I got to do this and cover up that. Okay, whatever. And then he finds out what the whole deal is, and he's like, excuse me for a moment. Yeah. Goes into the bathroom and and like freaks out Melts to the down, point yeah. where he is like in fetal position on the ground in the bathroom. It's and they're great. like, come out of there. He's like, huh, busy uh, having a uh, heart attack here. I'll, <laughs> let me just uh, push, splash the water on my face and pretend that uh, everything's fine. Yeah, great. That's uh, what this so they like. want. They basically want Kevin Costner to pin the murder on this hypothetical Russian sleeper agent called Yuri, uh-huh. and they give him this entire investigative unit in the Pentagon to do it. Mm-hmm. And he gets to hang out with his old buddy. It turns out George Junza, George uh, who's great in this, who's in, a, who's in a wheelchair, and he's like the tech guy. And one of the pieces of evidence they have that they found at the scene uh, was a Polaroid that she yep. had taken of Kevin Costner, but it's totally fucked up and you can't see who the picture is. Yeah. Polaroid negative. It was like yeah. the, neg- the negative part of the Polaroid or whatever, because it was like when yeah, they had yeah. to peel them or something. Right. So it's the negative, so it's like, so they can, they can but, but, but they're going to put using it into the com- computer. using computers, this yeah. is so there's a lot of great computer stuff in this movie. It's going to take days to reconstruct yeah. what the picture actually or looks hours. like. Right. We don't know, because they have to keep changing the uh, algorithms yeah. and stuff like that. At one point, Sunza goes over to fuck you, Pamer, and is like, "Fuck yeah. you, Pamer." Is like, uh, "Hey, do this," and he's like, "Why?" Classic Pamer. And Classic goes, fuck you, Pamer. <laughs> like, uh, I'm, "Why would I do that?" He's like, "Just do what I say." Fuck I'm you, your boss. Pamer. Okay. <laughs> no, it's really. It's a classic one, fuck you, one Pamer the, role. He's yeah, a yeah. tiny role, but he's like, "Hey, look at this Pamer. I love this guy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's playing the he's playing the David Pamer role, <laughs> but even like the little scenes have like fun interplays in this because he goes up to the Pamer and he, they clearly don't have this relationship ordinarily because he goes like do this for me and he's like what what are you talking about just do what I say yeah. and then yeah. Pamer like looks hurt and he goes I'm sorry <laughs> just please please do don't, what I don't say. hit me again. <laughs> Zunza, I think Zunza is great in this. Zunza's he's always fun. He's I like a, to see him. He's an electric fun. wheelchair. Yeah, he pops up in a ton of these movies, and he's, I'm, I'm, it's always fun to see him pop up. There's a great I, scene where he's, there's a great shot that I just thought was funny where he's like wheeling around in his wheelchair, and he's got like a tray, and it's just like uh, like four different yeah. uh, Chinese uh, food uh, takeout boxes. And he keeps like offering it to... Yeah. yeah. Man, that's how I would live. I like, don't know. Yeah. I was bummed that he didn't have any scenes. I mean, it wouldn't make sense, but I was bummed he didn't have any scenes with Hackman just because of Crimson Tide. Oh, yeah. All right. Chief of the boat. Yep. Uh, but uh, yes. But, so Zenza shows up there. That so the whole movie has this ticking clock of they're uh, gonna catch which, him because of another, the Polaroid. Another thing that I like that like more thrillers need like just do that. If you figure out a way to have a clock of some sort in your movie, and you it makes it all more tense because the whole time you're going like. 
th- this computer is going to take days to render right. this picture. But we know it's Kevin Costner in the picture. So we know when the picture gets revealed, mm-hmm. they're going to go, oh, fuck, it's this guy. Yeah. So the whole time he's like trying. So he's trying to rush and get this investigation. Meanwhile, they're trying to like pin it on this fake guy. And he's like, no, no, I actually want to investigate this. And then I pan- am the fake well, they're guy. Not, they're, they're not trying to pin it on a. F- they're trying to pin it on what he what the, what we believe is a fake spy. But they're going to make whoever they find out is having an. Oh, right, 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 Young, right. They're they are, pin they that are on literally him. after him. They just don't know. They, just they don't, don't know it. Yeah, yeah. He and knows he, it. And he knows it. And he knows <laughs> it. Right, 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 right. So there's like a great scene where he like, they, okay, so they figured out uh, that that uh, they went on vacation together, or she went on vacation with somebody. There's some so. sand particles. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> no, uh, it's from the to- the toxins in her stomach. Tox- the toxins in her. Uh, yeah, what she ate. Right, it's another, right. Another debatable science thing in this movie. Right, that's, forensics. That's See, fun. The only forensics that are, I think, correct is that they find like sperm, and yeah. they're like, they can, oh, they can she, blood, know, they blood type, they him. blood type sperm. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah they can do that. that the other stuff, they're sort of like, they show the computer where they did the toxicity. They're like, look at these three samples, and this, these, just these bars <laughs> going like <laughs> up and down. You're like, could, could computers look do at that? Science. I think, I, they, I think they can now, but I don't know if they we've, could. We've then. tested this against <laughs> salinity, salinity tests that we've taken off the coast of Cape. What? No. Yeah, yeah. You did. Wow. Okay. I don't think so. But, that uh, was fast. So they go and they like they go to see they go to see Iman. Uh, yeah, well, and and she's got to pretend she she's real. I, I don't think it's plausible that because the first thing that happens is that she like sees Kevin Costner and she doesn't go like, hey you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, even he gives her a little bit of look, but I don't think it's plausible he d- he that she would have done that. Give right her away. like a head shake sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, like, but in any hey, case, I'm on your side. She's on the ball and she doesn't give the game away, even though like Will Patton threatens her with deporting her yeah. and all of this shit. Patton's coming coming real strong. Um, and then uh that and then uh later on. Kevin or Kevin Costner figures out that Will Patton's going to send his hired goons over to ice her out, and, and so he like leads them on a whole car chase, which is really good. And, awesome. Including he like t-bones them in the middle of the freeway, and then jumps jump, out of the jumps car, jumps off the freeway onto a tree, and <laughs> then, then it's he, a foot race. Then he runs into the mall he where she works, the Georgetown the big, Mall, where big, True Lies took place. Yeah, Kevin Costner's doing a lot of it, not not necessarily all of his own stunts, but a lot of physical stuff where he's yeah. running and jumping. And you're like, fucking yeah, Costner, yeah. look at this guy go. Yeah, young Costner, he'd he'd get into it. He's crapping up, and he's it's pretty cool too because he's totally jeopardizing his own cover by trying to rescue this this woman yeah yeah know? he doesn't want them to kill but, her but also i mean at the same time it's that kind of thing too where it's like yeah he is also he knows that like that like will Patton's not gonna say any you know that none yeah, of this yeah. is gonna like he's not gonna say because he's also g- you know going above his boss's helmet by yeah, like yeah. ordering his hired goons to murder people yeah that, but, so he's so nobody's gonna like there's nobody that's gonna be like hey you, uh, you we're, we're gonna hold you accountable yeah. for this it's like well we're all kind of doing shady business here and he and the goons are always like looking at each other from across oh, the room they and stuff they hate each other's guts it's really cool <laughs> but this is and like he's a mean fan. to him too he keeps yeah. calling him like laurel and hardy and <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> but this is a fa- like an interesting scene where he goes and saves him on considering what we learn later on in the movie because like it would benefit him as well if she, i mean it if doesn't make dead. any difference if she's alive or dead and yeah. he's and he goes out of it way out of his way to yeah, save her to save her and well, then well you know we, we find out some stuff that, well that we're later I mean, on that makes you kind of go wow yeah. he, he was he was actually being heroic there and yeah that, well that's like also the yeah and that, i mean this is the thriller part of the movie too so they're not you haven't given up the game yet so exactly. when you get to the end you could it look makes back sense and go, when you're watching it in this t- you're like yeah that's what kevin costner would do when you yeah. get to the end it kind of it, it maybe you could go like why would he do that but then also it is like a thing where you're like well this guy's actually a hero it's like what i heard someone talking about uh ripley's a hero in alien not because she uh survives and kills the alien but because she goes back for the cat yeah 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 like and it's like it's like oh yeah i think it was a uh, who's the hannibal guy brian uh brian fuller brian fuller was talking about that he was like he's like yeah she's a hero because she saves the cat not because she gets away yeah because she she doesn't have to go get the cat 
She could leave, and the cat would die, and he'd be like, oh, this was good job. You, you said, but she goes and saves the cat. And that's the same with Costner here, yeah. where he's like... The cat's a little shit. <laughs> yeah, right? And she doesn't have to, but it's like, no, that's a that's a heroic thing. So the same thing here, where he's like, yeah. he saves her. And ultimately, yeah, you learn, like, mm, actually, it probably would be... F- he he should have been just like, well, that Too sucks. Too bad, yeah. That sucks, damage. but, uh, but boy... Doesn't help me. It doesn't hurt me or help me if you're alive or dead. Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. it helps me if you're dead. <laughs> Pretty much. And then, uh, and then there's a. Uh, then the, they find those. So the uh, the investigation tracks down. Well, first he has to ask George Zinza to slow down the photograph. And they're old friends too. Yeah, they're old buddies. So and he's like, I don't know why, but I'm trusting you. Him. And he finally he finally says to George Zinza, like, Look, it's me. Yeah. I was having an affair with her. I didn't kill her. I need you to trust me. I need you to like stall. Yeah, certainly Zinza's not Yuri. Like, is like okay because you because it's you I will stall this out for you. Dunza loves this guy. I know he loves. Him. He doesn't even really think about. it. He's like okay, yeah. like he just. I mean, whatever their backstory is, like he owes him or something. Yeah, and he had he has this one piece of evidence that is this thing that uh, this little box that yeah, Morocco that was, that was gifted box to the Secretary of Defense from like a Moroccan dignitary That's right. That's that he gave gonna... that he gave to Sean Young, and he's like, this is the. I need. I have this piece of evidence, and he's like, has. I this need whole to prove that it was given to the Secretary and, of Defense, and it's not on this list. And he's like, you need to put this in this list so I can go. Th- right. I ha- then I've got him. Then yes. I've got this. I've got this I gun. To, I've got to this Sean gun Young. to his head. It's like she had this, and this <laughs> you gave this to her, and so now now the game's up. And yeah. this is how Stop we have this a third like suspense, like ticking clock, essentially. Yeah. Where a yeah. like at the, at the very <laughs> at the, the, the final set piece at the Pentagon, there's the literal noose tightening around him mm-hmm. as the people uh-huh. are searching. There's also the like the photo, photo mm-hmm. that has a in, indefinite time period that's the, getting closer and closer yeah. to him, and this fucking readout that he has to keep on like. Printer just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, dot like, matrix printer just taking forever. Put into the list. When it is, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I put it in there for you. I mean, that's like what I love is the Zunza character loves him, and he like, you know, he's so like, he's like, I believe you, I trust you and stuff. But he also is like, uh, you're being, you're being weird. Yeah. And so you know, of course, makes the fatal, you know, c- fatal secondary character mistake oh, that no. they always make in these movies. Because yep. the whole time I'm like. Ah, uh, Zunza's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's because he's, he's nice guy Zunza. First yes, of all, he he's not like a the heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're like he's not gonna make it all the way. Th- and then you're like ah, oh, he's and he's like teamed up with the main character. And you're like, well, uh, we've all seen t- twenty four. Yeah, you don't. You don't team up with the main guy. Of a make th- you don't team up with the main guy of a thriller if you don't want to Will survive. P- and Will Patton figures out that he's gonna maybe connect him to, to Gene Hackman or connect Sean Young to Gene Hackman, so he kills him himself. He kills George Zunza. Well, a real, oh, real yeah, escalation yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think we've seen anybody get. Uh, well, other Zunza than Gene calls Hackman him. Accidentally. Yeah, calls him out. He, yeah. yeah, Zunza calls him and goes like, "Hey, man, uh, he's being real weird, and I know you guys are friends." He's like, "Oh, yeah." And I'm me, doing this in his in, best interest. Meet me in this. Uh, meet me in this gymnasium real quick and tell me everything you know. That's is that everything? Great. And then he shoots Boom. him. Yeah. Aww. And it's really sad. It's just like there's twi- two times, Jesus. two deaths in this that made me sad when Sean Young gets yeah. killed and Zunza. And I'm like, oh, neither of these people. They're not. Gonna- it's like I love that in one of these movies where you're like, oh, these guys are not going to be in the movie anymore. Right. And meanwhile, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good job. Meanwhile, they found the boat renter guy. Yeah. And they found the bellboy from the hotel, <laughs> and they've brought them into the Pentagon to do a room by room search. To see who can identify Yuri, like They've who is it? We know, and down. we know he's here because somebody, apparently Yuri, murdered George Zunza. That's right. So we know he's in the building, and we can cut him off. And and also the uh, the the boat render guy like goes like he briefly goes like that's him. There he is. Yeah, and then, he, saw and then him. he gets away, he and then that's runs. when they're asking him what he looked like. He's like he looks like a fucking guy. I yeah. don't know. 
And that he's really guy. belligerent. It's really funny because he's he's like clearly a dude who hates cops or whatever. So yeah. he's really belligerent with these like these fucking investigators, and they're fed up with him all the time. He's I don't a, know, it's he's, a very small very, role, but it's like really funny. Kind of delighted and amused by the power that he has in this moment too. Like, <laughs> all right, I guess I'm the key to your fucking investigation. Well, yeah. it's all on me, isn't it? What are you gonna fucking do about it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's a small role, but it's really funny. But it's very funny seeing like this this sort of old, this boat dude sort of yeah. wandering around, and Kevin Custer be like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just get the fuck out. He's well, like, then he's got a run from him for his life and he literally does they at this then he starts to get into a foot chase again in the pentagon with the hired goons who are chasing him all over the place and he runs into the secretary of defense's office and tells the guard like arrest this guy he's chasing me and the guy doesn't have any choice but to do it i outrank you he actually says that's it and the guy's like hey but i'm gonna and then he kicks him in the balls he kicks him in the balls Oh, it's good. And then it's and Will rad. Patton shows up, and Will Patton's like, "What seems to be the problem here?" Yeah. And they're like, "Well, we, you know." And then it it all sort of spirals out of control. Well, from it's there. all it's all cat and mouse. Is him like hiding? He spills coffee on himself, and he's like, "Oh, now I have to go to my <laughs> now I have to go to my office and change my clothes." And then there's this door's locked. Oh, who's off? Who's the door? Well, I've got a key to it. And then he's like, got to hide up in the rafters yep. while the people come in. And oh, it's all man. this is one scene after another of and like it's literally like physically feels like it's tightening it's around him and around him like it's a noose, you know. And also. If you know anything about the Pentagon, those offices that he's in are there. The the building's divided into these rings, these concentric uh, rings that come in, and it's like more secure the closer you get to the center. So he's got to go closer and closer into it. That's so cool. You know what? You know what's what what is great about it is that I didn't know that, but like you feel that. You feel that. But also that like if someone made this thriller now, they would have some visual. Example, right, right, right. Where it's yeah. like where you'd see the overhead cutaway of the Pentagon computer readout like, or whatever, like closing yeah, in. Yeah. It's so lame Absolutely. to think about. But, it, but they don't they don't do that. According though. to IMDb, this either was or was not shot in the Pentagon. Both there, are, it says both. Oh wow. <laughs> I mean, so, so we can I assume think, maybe parts were shot in a hallway in the Pentagon or something. Yeah. Well, one of them one of them <laughs> says like yeah, some of the hallways are real, only like 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 into the lobby and stuff like that, right. and the rest was uh, like a uh, in another building that they that they dressed. Huh. And then one of them says like. Absolutely none of it was shot in the Pentagon. Okay. So, so I wasn't sure what the truth was. I mean, was. I would assume there's parts of the Pentagon where they'd be like, you can shoot there. And then I like mean, also not. There's but parts also, you can tour. I've been in there. My yeah, taxes exactly. paid for this Pentagon. I mean, you know, they, obviously they they have security mm-hmm. on the, the places where they don't want fucking film crew spies to wander into or whatever. It's where they keep where, num- the where numbers works and where right. the UFO people are. But there's also <laughs> this scene, this whole, this whole uh, cat and mouse thing is so great because uh, and never once, because he's in charge of the investigation. Never once does anybody suspect Kevin Costner. Yeah, like they're never like it's that's the guy. It's even when him. he's getting pretty pretty wired towards yeah, the even end. when he's leading them on a chase. Yeah, it's actually pretty funny when he does the coffee <laughs> spill thing. Yeah, I, I mean he's it. already been frantic and kind of he's getting increasingly frantic and barely keeping a lid on himself. Yeah, and then he spills this coffee and you just see people like looking at each other and smiling like look at this dork. Well, it's, he spilled I think, coffee on himself. What a dork! And I think that in in the in the movie, they're like everybody is probably just thinking like, well, he is very stressed out because this investigation <laughs> this is, is, a very is going haywire. It's very yeah. tense, and this guy, there's a there's a spy loose in here, and we don't know who it is. And so they're like, I, you know, it, it it works. It doesn't like feel like forced. Where you're like, wouldn't no. somebody be onto him? Like, there's no reason for any of them to be onto him. I mean, he honestly, is acting weird. 
but uh, almost out, outside <laughs> of the music, this movie makes the right choice almost every step of the way. Like, yeah, it's a really well-made yeah. movie. Yeah, it's just solid. Uh, I mean, then it gets to the end where well, he finally he has the printout finally. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny. He, so he's running from those goons, goes up into the rafters, takes the rafters, John McClane style, two back to where the printout was happening. Yeah. Grabs the finally the thing is popped. Just jams out of the it into his pocket, and then sprints over to the Secretary of Defense. That's that's when he kicks the guy in the balls, yeah. and, then, and then they're like, yeah, yeah. "Don't go in there!" And he's like, "Ah!" And, and everything's just like up at a ten at this point, and then he starts <coughs> confronting Gene Hackman with the shit, and Gene Hackman's like putting together uh-huh. how up against the wall he is, and yep, then and he's Patton like, "Oh, make oh, a deal." Patton's there, and Patton's like, "Oh, well, uh, I'm gonna shoot you." That night. Yeah. He's like, "I, uh, I, I killed him. I got a, I got the gun." And they're yeah. like, Gene Hackman's basically at that point like, "Whoa, Smithers, uh, don't fucking shoot people." Yeah. Uh, this then, is getting out of control. Yeah, Smithers tries like there, there's kind of like a battle, a brief yeah. battle, and this, unfortunately, this even this doesn't go on too long. Like it's well, and there's well cops written. right out the door, outside the door too. Like all the security mm-hmm. guys and like the the investigators are right outside the Secretary of Defense's office. Yeah, he goes, he does a whole like little like slightly unconvincing because I think Hackman's already convinced by. Uh, Costner at this point, but then Will Patton kind of goes like, well, Commander Farrell was the one who did this, and then therefore this is this, and therefore Commander Farrell is Yuri. Yuri. Quad erat demonstratum. Yep. (laughs) That's what he says. (laughs) And at one point he goes, you have no idea what men of power can do. He's that guy. And then then Will Patton decides, uh, because he ends up shooting himself. He's got the well, he's got the printout and it proves it and, and secretary and Hackman, and, and Hackman is like, "Ah, I fucking did it." Gene Hackman yep. brutally turns on him too yeah, yeah. to a point where he where he, he makes kind of like veiled He's like, we can blame this to him. Yeah, we can blame this on him. Oh, that's right. He says something like a person like that has these appetites, and you know what they're like, and shit like that. And you're like, yeah, that that rings. That rings like a guy like this would absolutely. Well, then, and they're they're having, they're like all arguing, and uh, Will Patton keeps coming over to to Hackman and going like, David, David, touching his face. Yeah, and he's like, leave me alone. You're disgusting. Get away from me. Get away from me. And that's when he decides to shoot himself. Yeah. And that basically ties everything up because now they really can pin everything. And they can go, and because then Hackman, they cops were in. And he goes, "He it was him. He was Yuri. Yeah. He really did kill Zunza." So that, yep. I mean, and he, he did, yeah, that. yeah, and they, you'll, he killed that guy. And you're like, "Ooh!" And Zunza was was you know conveniently for uh, uh, for Farrell for Costner was the o- the only other guy who, who knew. knew what was going on. Yeah. And the picture still hasn't. Uh, Hasn't been well. Right at the end, it, that's developed. when that's when nobody's in the room. But we it cuts to the picture, and it's definitely Kevin Costner. Yeah. yeah, and then but Kevin Costner is like leaving the building. Well, then he's yeah, and then he's <laughs> he's gone, and then uh, and then the, and then you're like, oh, well, that wraps up that wraps up that thriller sort of. But like they've got the picture. What what's gonna happen now? Mm-hmm. And then it's Costner at like a at is it Sean Young's grave? grave? Is it Sean Young's grave? Yeah, beautiful some, touch. Some goons show up, and you're like, oh, these are the guys that the guys were from the beginning. Yeah. The beginning. Okay, so it's coming back to that, and then. Then everything turns upside well, down. They go, first, they go, first the guy is everybody's like, looking for you. Everybody's you know? looking for you. He's like, I was wondering when you're going to show up. And, yeah. and you're like, so you're he like, goes with you're them. like, oh, they got him. The, everybody's looking for you. They got him because the picture got developed. Yeah. And they're like, of course, everybody, of course, they were going to come back. After, he really but didn't. He, have, he didn't he, have a way out. He didn't have a way out. And he, he, and he, <laughs> he really didn't. And he was going to get caught. Yeah. Even though he got out of the building, it was eventually. It was only a matter of time before he got caught yeah. being in the photo. But you know, now they've pinned it on Will Patton. Probably they'll just like be like, "Well, we'll throw we out, we'll throw out that rug. evidence, and who cares?" You know, because yeah. Hackman doesn't also want right. to go to jail. 
Ekman's exactly. as craven as uh, a politician. As so you know, like, and okay. he, clearly he's powerful enough to get this covered up. Oh, so, for so, sure. you're like, so, yeah. so that's these guys. This is like CIA or whatever questioning right. him at the beginning of the movie, or not. Well, no, that's what you think. <laughs> yeah. You think like it's CIA or FBI or whatever, and then they cut to the happened? room. And what happened like, with the lady? Why this and why he's that? He's yelling at the camera, and he starts saying things like, I did what you told me. Yeah. I got, I hooked up with her, like you said, so I could get in there. And there's all this stuff throughout the movie about this phantom sub. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's sort of like in the periphery. And uh, and you're like, why is he saying this? Is why weird. is he talking is about it, the submarine again? Why is he saying that to the CIA or whoever this is? And then it turns out that that's not who he's talking to. No, they're the KGB, and he is Yuri. There was a spy the whole time, <laughs> and it's been him. He's it's a him. Russian agent. He's a sleeper agent. It's <laughs> oh so good. God. What a great twist. His name isn't Yuri. It's Evgeny Alex Alexievich. And right. he's yelling about like, get that son of a bitch from behind the mirror. I want him to come out and talk to me. And it's his landlord. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Because well, so they have a handler yeah we've all seen the americans i know it's great this this the, once it was that i was like oh man this is like this is like a, it's one season of it's the like americans a season long arc on the americans yep. or whatever you know it's so good i mean i don't know I, I i have to assume the guys who made the americans have seen no way out right and obviously in the americans we know up front that they're spies mm-hmm. uh, one of the best shows ever uh, ever Period. on tv uh but uh but like a lot of the stuff uh, in this, after you find that, it mirrors like how the Stan Beeman character with mm-hmm. them, you know, where the whole you're like the whole time like, uh, is it believably? I think it is, you know. But this movie's doing that the whole time too, where you're like, I, there's no reason that they would suspect him. Yeah. Why yeah. would? Why would they? Why would they? It's Kevin Costner. Exactly. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. And it also is like that thing where he's like actually bummed. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, you know, he, I did, he did love her. Mm-hmm. He was sad. That was it. Like he, that wasn't he, the plan. He, wasn't for her to die. He was supposed to spy, get in a relationship with this woman, spy on Hackman, get phantom sub plans. You know, be yeah. just be but there. But he fell in love with her and fucked everything up because she's of it. So wonderful. And that's like that's why he wanted to save Iman because yeah. he was like, I don't want to do this job anymore. They killed her. Well, he's yeah. and he's. I mean, if Iman dies, I mean, on the one hand, it, it technically it would be better for him mm-hmm. because like. You know, tying up, loose tying up loose ends of him being a Yuri or a spy or whatever. But also, it's like you know, then he has more blood on his hands. Yeah, he doesn't. There's a really, there's a really good bit when the landlord comes out and starts speaking to him in Russian, and he goes, "It's been so long, I, I can't really talk Russian very well anymore." Yeah. You know? How thirsty you must be for your own. Language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think they're sending. They're like, "Well, you're done. We're d- you're done here." But I mean, he did give them some stuff, so they're sort of like, you know, it wasn't a total wash. Yeah, and you got out. So. It's also, and, he, and he leaves. He like walks out, and they're like, "What the fuck? We can't let him go." And he's like, "Well, we're not gonna let him go, but he doesn't have anywhere to go, so we're gonna have to." He'll come back, and we'll send him back to Russia. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna, I mean, basically, they're gonna send him back to Russia. I yeah. mean, yeah, he he can't go anywhere. No. He's got no way out. Because he also, continues to have no way out. He never after, has a single way out the whole time. Still no, not way one out. way out. He never really had a way out the whole movie. It no. turns out the no. movie is aptly titled. He was <laughs> really he is. was in. It's great. And glad. then we get the helicopter shot again, yeah, going yeah. kind of back to where where it started, and you go like, "Holy shit, this yeah. movie is rules!" Good job, yeah. Roger Donaldson, Roger who, who Donaldson. has an erratic career, but he's done some cool stuff. Well, this is yeah, this is one I hadn't. This seen. is sort of his American breakout. This is one that I think people have been telling telling. Have you guys, are you guys ever doing No Way Out? Mm-hmm. For people like, have wanted for us like, to do it for a while. Started, yeah. you know, and I mean, I see why this is like a Keystone one that I just for whatever reason yeah. had never watched. I guess good for stuff. some reason I don't know it but works it, it's, it's so good it's just this like great great movie aside from the music and also like it works uh, I'm sure it worked great at the time when Kevin Costner was less mm-hmm. of a known quantity but yeah. it works even better now just having the, Kevin Costner having the career that he did where yeah. you go back and you're just like oh it's the Kevin Costner role so it's even more surprising yeah. when the twist happens and he's speaking fucking Russian and yeah, stuff yeah. like holy wow stuff. yeah it's because it's totally unexpected but it also doesn't 
it doesn't uh, it changes everything but it works i don't know it's just a gr- it's like that's a good it's a great example of a twist where yeah you see the filmmakers the whole time going like oh where do you guys get to the end you know <laughs> we've got something we got something really cool planned yeah, for you at the very good. end but you're not gonna oh, we can't, and, we can't uh, say anything we, and they don't even they don't really tip their hat no, at no, all no, not because really. the whole movie you're you're going like they're gonna they're gonna pin it on costner when they see that picture and they're gonna say he's a Russian sleeper agent. Yeah. So the whole movie, you don't ever think he actually is a Russian right. sleeper agent. It's a great because, red herring. Because, because why? You know, why would you? Yeah. Why would you think that? I also like the <laughs> the bit where they it, he's talking to the they're in the hotel room. He's talking to the landlord, and then he's like, "Oh, you did act kind of weird about the uh, about passing the luggage to the kid in the Philippines. Like that was a dead drop." Yeah, he was yeah, actually oh, yeah. handing off information in the in the luggage. Well, what a great script. Yeah, so tight. It's like no wasted moments in it. And even when they are just dicking around, it's to watch two charming people have sex with each other in the back of the <laughs> yeah, room. Right? You're like, which this is, is pretty cool, too. Which is also great. And that is, and it's also part of the plot. I mean, uh, there's no reason for it to go on that long other than this is enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. No. I don't know. I don't Any know. more lines? Great, great movie. Uh, this is uh, Will Patton when he's kind of like laying it all out um, to Costner and explaining the stakes and why he's- MVP Will Patton, who's so good in this movie. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of MVPs in this, but Will Patton is just really memorable in it. He's like, can you imagine the scandal? The Secretary of Defense and a Soviet agent sharing the favors of a murdered whore? <laughs> I can. I can. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, I, I would honestly, yeah, you say MVP him, but like it's it's one of those casts where you go like everybody's everybody's good. Everybody's everybody's well cast in this. Like Sean Young is so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because it was like, like I said, I watched this after the movie we're going to talk about next, mm. and where she is the opposite good. of good, and I was like, I can't believe the same person, and I couldn't believe 40 minutes in that she died, and I couldn't believe that I felt really bad about yeah. it. I was like, fuck. There's also another line where, where Gene Hackman <laughs> sees Will Patton, and I think Will Patton is in a good mood, but this is just a cl- some classic like old man. I don't even know what this means, but he says to Will Patton, you look like you stepped out of a band box. <laughs> It's because he's wearing a he's wearing a, a tuxedo he's wearing to take a tuxedo. her out. Yeah, it's some sort of like. Yeah. I grew he's up he's in the basically insulting 20s. him for looking like not as stylish in a tux. He's huh. like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's I'm pretty glad bad. somebody understands yeah. it. Will Patton's yeah, he's put Will upon. Will Patton should be like, what? What does that mean? He's put upon, but he can't help himself. But uh, yeah. yeah, but be this guy's sycophant, you know. He calls him out at one point too, in a fairly unsmithers like uh, display. When well, Gene Hackman keeps being melting really down, he's like, oh, yeah. we're gonna get fucking caught. And he's like, no, we're not. If you keep it together, yeah. and stop being mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> and Gene Hackman's like, yeah, hey, you're right. All right, okay. Got it. That happens a couple times too, because there's a part earlier where, or later on where uh, Kevin Costner choose uh, choose Will Patton out. But then realizes he needs to cooperate, and he comes back, and he's like, "Look, I'm sorry I yelled at you." And Will Patton goes like, "We're all very tired, yeah. and I'm very much in love with you, sir." <laughs> all right, you are quite good at turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> Ratings. Probably should ignore that. Uh, four Douglas, four Judds, excuse me. Uh, super entertaining, just like a crackerjack mm-hmm. classic. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of movie we should be doing all the time. You know what I mean? This I, is, well, this is the this is the way you wish all of all these of movies would were, where you're like, yeah. Wow, because it feels, how hard is it to make? I mean, yeah. it, clearly it is, because we've watched uh, hundreds of these. So clearly it is harder than you think to make. But like, you watch this and go, it, it, it feels very effortless. Yeah. More, yeah, you're more like, please. How, how, hard, how hard is that to just make, like, yeah. have a script that works and then film that? And so many of these are like, you know, an hour and 57 minutes like this one, and it's interminable. But this movie's a bullet. 
Yeah, yeah, this feels this feels shorter it's, than some of the hour and yeah. a half ones we've even, watched. Even the opening, you know, sort of not thrillery, 40, opening good. 45 minutes. Yeah, again, it's very good. Again, it's just like Front ca- it's all casting. Casting directors yeah. are the real heroes. They should be getting Oscars, honestly. <laughs> well, there should be an Oscar for casting whoa, directors. slow down there. I'm just saying. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, that's that's the thing. Like, I yeah. mean, the Against All Odds would, would not be up for her Academy Award for casting. It would no, be like, would you cast two stars and they suck <laughs> with, sucks next to each other and then the movie suffers for it. And this one, give these, because this, the only works because you're like I believe these kids like each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I do think the script is very good and the direction's good. So I mean, they got they got really they did great no, casting no, wise, but I, it's I, just I, I still think it would be good. Really no, I don't think it wouldn't be good. I think the movie would be good. I just think that like we forty just, minutes forty minutes in, we wouldn't care when she dies. Exactly. Maybe we would be like, oh no, the plot's kicking in. This is still exciting. And is Kevin Costner gonna get away? But the opening forty minutes is them making out on beaches and having sex and being in love and you're like and you buy all of it mm, I don't yeah. know you like it <laughs> you're like I like they're this fun is a, to watch this together. is a pretty good movie before we get to a thriller yeah uh, so yeah four Judds uh, three Douglases yep. for all the for all the boinking and all the uh, wanton nudity in front of people's apartments <laughs> there's oh, man I love that just, there's, there's also, also just, just like a, a scene where he's in the Philippines and he's calling her and there's just, just naked the ladies chick dancing the and there's also just like a, a sort of a layer of grime over the whole thing yeah. a little bit um with just the way the way like Patton's character behaves and Hackman's character, well, the behaves. way people treat Patton's character, both, too. both. He's, yeah. I mean, he's also you know evil. He's stoned but, to death uh, in the Old Testament, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but this, is, I hundred percent believe that line. Though. That is, yeah, absolutely. Right. Fred Dalton was, Thompson probably said shit like that all the time. Well, still does. <laughs> oh, his part was written. I think for he's me. dead. Is he? I think so. Oh, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can all hope. I don't know. Uh, and I mean, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 cartons of Chinese food on George Sun's <laughs> wheelchair tray. That nice. guy knows how to fucking live. He knows how to party. It's great. It's my <laughs> eat, eat, eat. <laughs> Eat, eat, eat. It's so good. It's such a he's great. Got, he's got uh, napkins tucked into yeah. his collar. You know, got everything I need right I here. I love it. Great. What you got? Uh, four. I would. Uh, I would. Four Juds. I would love to give it four and a half, but the music is terrible. Yeah. terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. It's noteworthy. It's yeah. It's those Paul and that Paul Anka song probably plays. I think it plays at the end too. So it's I like think it's it got does. that born that born thing where you're like, or at least for me, where I'm like, I liked this movie, and then this shitty song. Oh, and they, you're like, God, what damn if they it. played Extreme Ways at the end of this? <laughs> they played, you know what? It might be better. This is a really bad song. They play at the end of No Way Out too. They also play that song in the end credits. <laughs> oh no! Again, <laughs> everybody hates that song. You're bringing still, it back. Still No Way Out. Fucking assholes. Are you sure it's not just you who hates Extreme Ways that much? I mean, I'm not a fan of it either. But is this, is, this a common, is this a common complaint amongst born people? I have I, I, I can, have to assume it is. I can t- I know that Travis. Part of the reason that I that I, that song sucks so much is that uh, I think was Born Identity was playing at the Metro when I worked there when we both uh-huh. worked there I think and so you go to clean the theater <laughs> and so the first time I saw Born Identity I'm like oh yeah it's extreme ways and then you have to like when you clean theaters you know you're doing it during the credits so you right. have to listen to this fucking end credits music all the time and so extreme ways. You just hear it right. every day, like five times a day, and yeah. it was just like, ugh, this song sucks. And so then it's just dumb that they play it in the the third one, though. It's and the fourth one. one, no, it's in the fourth one they too. Fucked. Oh, it I is. believe the it's even demanded. in. The, it's also in Born Legacy, is the other the Hawkeye one. one too? I'm pretty sure it's in the Hawkeye oh, one. Okay. Yeah. Jesus anyway, Christ. anyway, the, the music in this is very bad. It's terrible. Uh, would love to go four and a half. Can't do it. And, and just, but like this also, this is a thriller as we do thrillers here. And this movie is literally thrilling. Mm, yeah. Like some of that stuff I'm towards thrilled. the end, you're just, you're like your heart rate increase, and you're just going like, yay. Like it's fun. <laughs> what a great movie. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna give it. It's, it is a straight up three Douglas movie. Mm-hmm. Lots of boobs. Sean Young's Sean Young is naked in all these uh, to varying degrees. Naked in all these movies we're gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. Doing the yeoman's work here, <laughs> and uh, but she's she's very sexy in it. Uh, there's the you know it's it's you know a movie that's d- giving you everything. Yeah, it's got a lot to give. It's like a Marx Brothers movie, you know. It's uh, got a, got something for everyone here. <laughs> he even wears the fake Groucho glasses while he's going down on her in the limo. God, it's really hot. I can't oh, yeah, explain. What do you think of this? <laughs> Say the magic word. Sip out of my dollars. cigar and get into a drier martini, <laughs> etc. Wouldn't uh, join a club that would have me as a member or whatever the fuck I say. I just watched Duck Soup like a week ago again. There's no ducks in it. That movie is amazing. There is. Some there are. There are ducks. At, there are ducks at the very beginning in the opening credits. There are ducks being That's boiled true. in water. Live ducks in a, yes. in a pot of water. Oh, That's yeah, it. That's the only right. time. They're Cute. <laughs> People had different. <laughs> it was a saying. It's a saying. It yeah. mean it meant like it's like we're all it duck easy. soup now. It meant like this is easy. Like that's duck soup. Yeah. Like so, it's Jakey. Which also doesn't make sense for the movie, but that, yeah, that's the nature of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, and uh, ooh, shit! <laughs> I didn't think ahead. Of, I didn't think ahead of time on this one. Uh, I know. I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Uh, stolen bags that only have underwear and state secrets in it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, four, four Juds, absolutely. Uh, three, three Douglases. This is a, this is a, as you guys both said too. This is a very uh, horny movie. Like so horny. That, it is. It's horny in like a. It's horny in like a fun way. Where you're like, oh, like that that scene. That scene where they're in the car. Mm-hmm. There's no nudity, but they are like getting naked and like her cleavage is heaving everywhere and they're laughing. And I'm like, this is a horny scene. Mm-hmm. These guys are like, we just wanna, we just wanna fuck. And the driver's laughing and they're all having a good time. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> man, boy, driver's trying to get a peek. It's uh, it's a lot of these movies, you know. The sex stuff is like, yeah, <laughs> or it's supposed to be that way, or whatever. You're like, ooh, sex is gross, and you know, what compare this to the and stuff, and then you, against and then, all odds, where it's just, yeah. just like sort of ugly and mean and angry, and yeah, or yeah, and he's like, we fucked under all these trees, and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> you don't feel Costner would describe their relationship that way right. to anybody, like that he'd be like mean about it. <laughs> a lot of a lot of movies, uh, just I think because it's easier or something, I don't or, I don't know, or just because it's what movies do, depict sex as like a serious, they depict it like serious, like it's love making love. Or something where people are like looking passionately into each other's right. eyes, and and sex is often fun. Or that it's something and people, and it people looks are like, stupid when people are doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, or- and and oftentimes <laughs> it's like silly, and people are laughing and just having yeah. fun while doing it, and it, right. it's always refreshing when you see that in a movie. Or like a lot of the movies we do here, it's like uh, sex is like aberrant. <laughs> I like you it. Know, it's where, where it's like where it's <laughs> ugly and it's it's a it's a bad thing. And everybody it looks causes, like they hate it. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's or and even when they even when they're supposed to like it, they're like it's like I like those scenes a lot. What's his name? Cry fucking in the uh, de- episode of Dexter, uh, Quinn. Quinn. Right, There's right. a scene that I can't, he's just having. He's like, he's like fucking some girl from behind, and he's like, he's crying. like crying, and it's like, fuck this. I'm gonna watch the rest of this show for some reason. Fucking Dexter. Okay, uh, but so three ju- uh, three Douglases, and then uh, fuck. I don't. What else is in this movie? Uh, <laughs> I had I had one. Ten out of ten pervy limo drivers. Oh, um, ten at, hold on, I had something. Uh, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Uh, slowly developing Polaroids. <laughs> yeah, man. Very slowly. That's great. 
That's great. All yeah. right. I like. You know what? It's fun. Like that's one of those ones where I, I thought this movie was great when I watched it, and then I, like it's uh, when we talk about it. Sometimes I'm like, I like this movie even more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of want to watch it again now. I'm probably gonna buy this movie. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like I want to watch this again. This is just a fucking solid thriller. Yeah. Right. I, I think everybody should watch this movie. I'd, I'd be I'd be surprised if anybody was disappointed by this movie. No, it's a two, and it's like a two viewer movie too, because like now I have to watch. Well, when you get to the end, you have to watch it again because right. you're like, did they? Because then you want to watch it and like check the work and go sure, like, sure. did they do? They fuck up. I mean, I think I don't think they do because you've seen this a bunch, right, Matt? Yeah, but and, I mean, I hadn't seen it in like a long. But I mean, you you knew the ending, so you're yeah, watching yeah. it this time, probably thinking like you know a little bit like, oh, did they fuck up? And they don't really. I don't think. I don't I think, think so. I think it's it's all there. That's yeah. great. No, I watched it about two. <laughs> I watched it about six months before we started doing this podcast, and then uh, I liked it more this time. Nice. So, right. yeah. Anyway, no, yeah. So now moving on to a movie that I actually liked, but despite itself, <laughs> kiss before dying. Ellen Carlson finally met the perfect man. Marry me. Are you serious? Church, bridesmaids, the works. He's everything a father could hope for. I wouldn't want you to think I intend on spending the rest of my life doing what I'm doing now. Ultimately, my ambition lies elsewhere. Everything she'd ever dreamed of. We're young, rich, we love each other. There's only one thing wrong. Who is it? Bellman. different from anyone I've known. He's got this strength. I like this movie a lot. I like. I think this movie. Not I like, because of Sean Young. No, I like this movie despite this, <laughs> I movie. this movie. Was fine. But it's it's it's. it's it's, it's this movie is actually pretty fun and also not good. I'm probably going to give it a somewhat high Judd rating because we're talking about Juds, not stars. It's kind of a bad movie, but I thought it was really fun. Yeah, and there's lots of fun stuff in it. it, and, it and some and even some of the stuff that's bad is fun. It's, it's a, also a remake. Also, yeah, yeah also a noir. And it's remake. based on a book mm-hmm. uh, by Ira Levin, who also wrote like Rosemary's Baby, mm-hmm. and the book right. Sliver is based on too. Yep. Um, it, this movie, it, the the thing that ultimately sinks this movie from kind of going being like a great absurd movie is that the at the end it doesn't really no it goes nowhere like nothing you're like oh what that was it like the guys (laughs) when you get to the end and you get the guy's plan you're like oh that's Mm -hmm. lame (laughs) kind of that's that's the second it has a it has a fucking it has a fucking gnarly scene and then the movie ends and you're like uh, it's bookended by these two incredible kills yeah (laughs) but but the the sort of the 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 thrust of the plot it just fizzles well, because it's not about it. It's not it's, about it's anything. It's like there's no thing. You keep thinking like, oh, and this is what is planning. Oh, and this is what's actually no, happening. And nothing. it's going to turn out there this is, is the there twist. There is absolutely no twist. It's the opposite of No Way Out where you're like, this is a Cracker Jack thriller the whole way through. It could end after he gets out of the Pentagon and the movie would still be really good, but they throw that twist on there and you're like, holy shit, this is a great movie. Yeah, this is yeah. like a movie where you go, you the whole time you're like, okay, what's his plan? Oh, I see what's going on. Oh, here's what's happening. What's going to be the twist? It's nothing. nothing. <laughs> Your imagination is telling you much crazier stuff. Where I, I, kept, I was like... Uh, talking about talking to Corey, watching it, going like, "Ooh, Max von Sydow like hired this guy for some sort of fucked up." Nah, Max von Sydow is just, just is, exactly is, who he presents, presents himself. Nope, he's, uh, he's, he's no. Just everybody's there. what they are. Even yep. the the bad guy who we are shown being a bad guy. But that doesn't that doesn't actually even come up until the end of the movie. Like the whole that doesn't hurt the movie while it's on. No, it no, only no. hurts it once it's over. The thing that hurts the movie the most while it's on is that Sean Young and Matt <laughs> Dillon are just awful in it. I think Matt Dillon's fine. Yeah, Sean Young is like, I, and I. I'm not exaggerating here. I, I, you have to see it. I might have to. It's a cartoonishly bad performance. I might have to get a clip of it just so yeah. you can have any. But it is like she is in a high school play, and she's something. playing a dual role. Right, she's playing a dual role. <laughs> the twins thing is another. Like, imagine if we watched Shattered. 
And at the I thought of that about Shattered. At a the lot end of this. Shattered, it turns out he was that guy the whole time. It was there was no plastic surgery mistaken identity. He was who he thought he was the right. whole time. His wife did it, and or no, or, you know, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever it was that we've is, been told was yes. happening, but wasn't really happening the whole time, is in fact what happened. And that's the end of the movie. There was no twist, folks. Everybody go home. That's this movie. That's this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like when you get to but you go, like Shattered, it's kind of like filled with a lot of weird delights. Right, but yeah, so yeah. it's like it's got the twins. It's got like he's been ha- like stalking them yeah. he switches identities multiple times th- he eventually he, yeah, he yeah. eventually weasels his way into the family and all this stuff and you're like wow what's what was his plan he's been doing this well, what's the secret what's here? the secret here like is he their <laughs> illegitimate half brother no. blah 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 well, nothing he saw the trains when he none of it no he just wanted to be in a rich family <laughs> he saw those trains he was like oh the he trains was, he was mad that his dad his deadbeat dad ran out on him and then he right. saw those trains was like that's that's my plan and it is kind of a weird plan I'm going to specifically be part of this family. Yeah. I mean, the book the book was written in the 50s, so yeah. it's not like maybe we're we're ascribing ambitions to it that it never meant to have. But well, I mean, but when I you mean, make the, when you, but when you make the book into a movie in the 90s, maybe maybe do throw a little extra in there to it. Well, it's it is it is a kind of a yuppie thing, a yuppie uh, satire in a way, I guess. I yeah. mean, you have to stretch, and it was but written, it, it is like a Horatio Alger American Psycho. It was written thing. and directed bit, yeah. by the guy who wrote and directed the short film that was eventually turned into Fatal Attraction. Right, and he wrote Fatal Attraction. This, yeah. uh, you know, and I, I, Dylan, I think is not great in this, but I think he's doing a Matt Dillon thing. Like, and I think w- the way his character works in this, his performance works more or less because he's pretty wooden and like. Mm-hmm. That's but it's also kind of like that's his, what he's that's his like. thing because he's because he's yeah. sort of because he's, he's a, a fucking psychopath yeah. who like we see because every time he like kills somebody. Which is which frequently. is quite a lot. Yeah, it's it's great. He's, <laughs> he he's really great. Those numbers he's just like he's because he is like he's the opposite of Costner in this, where he Costner is like I refuse to let people die because of me. Matt Dillon's like somebody might 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 know something, or I need a new identity. These people have, have yeah. to go. Yeah. They have to go for my plan to be part of this rich family. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's also sort of like not necessarily bloodthirsty either, which I think is interesting because it's yeah. like it's not like I really want to go kill people. It's just sort of like well, this is my plan. It's my way. I, I will. I will do. I will kill whoever I have to without thinking twice about it. I'm a right. psychopath. Yeah. But I w- if if no if no dead bodies room my week, that would be fine too. Yeah, yeah. he, he would have done this with be no dead yuppie. bodies. He I want to be a yuppie. That. I want to comb my hair backwards <laughs> with brill cream and be one of those yuppie guys. This he is he the even 80s. says that right to when he kills Sean Young at the beginning of the movie. He's like, you got no one to blame for your but for this but yourself. <laughs> then he pushes her off the roof and she gets splattered all over the concrete. It's almost as good as the the head smashing and guilty as sin. Yeah, almost. And, oh, Quite Christ, he, and, yeah, he and, that, and that is uh, it's it's great. And frankly, I think that scene is almost a misstep because it's so awesome. It sets and crazy. the bar pretty high, and then there's nothing that crazy again yeah. for the rest of the movie. There's, there are a couple, three other good kills. He does but nothing yeah, that good. He does kill nothing a bunch that, of people. Yeah, uh, which is the movie actually kind of whenever it starts to sign, kind of sag a little. Then Matt Dillon murders somebody. Yeah, You're like, yeah. oh, I'm back, I'm back <laughs> in it. So, but, it's, but this one, it's like at the beginning, you don't know what kind it's of like movie. Five it is. Five minutes in. Yeah. yeah, five minutes in. He's up on the <laughs> rooftop of the uh, where. Where does this movie it's take? Philadelphia. The Philly, yeah. the Philly like city hall or some shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're, they're, there, they're, they're going to go to the justice married. Of the peace. She's yeah. she's this like rich girl, and he's like they keep talking about she's her dad. Got, he's like, I don't want your dad to see us. I don't. You she's know, kind I'm, of a blonde. I'm nervous about this, mm-hmm. and she's they, so they have this secret relationship, but they're going to get married, and then she's going to you know go, and then it tur- but then she's like, I'm pregnant, and he's like, oh, let's go to the roof real quick yeah. before we get married. I gotta, we're gonna just go there, and uh, then I'm gonna murder you. Go, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and sit up on this wall here. She's like. No, oh, that's kind of scary. Well, 
just do it. It's uh, funny that she's pregnant and smoking, though. Yeah. <laughs> 1991. Well, you know. That's pretty late for that. <laughs> yeah. Eh. Although this is scene it? does take place three years, I believe, before sure. the action is set. So we're we're talking 1988 here, mm-hmm. and everybody was smoking while pregnant in 1988. Yeah. yeah. It was the talk of the town. Uh, smoke while pregnant. It makes your <laughs> babies healthier. He takes her <laughs> shoes off. Make your babies off. become yuppies. He takes her shoes off, and they're they're on the they're on the on the floor, and then he pushes her off the pushes yeah. her off. And and this is just like really crazy, like almost like Dario Argento shit. Yeah. Where yeah. the camera's Spatters like following her, she goes through a sky. Highlight, and then your head fucking explodes. Yeah, yeah. it's cr- <laughs> it's a cool. It's like a it's a composite. It's like she's green yeah, screen and she's effects falling and down. Everything. Yeah, and if, nothing looks like this the rest of the movie. It's it's no. it's starting. <laughs> no, way especially too crazy. not the dummy at the end of the movie. I love it. I, though. I, I mean, it was great, great, but I mean, come but on, it, it pales in comparison to this shit, yeah. which is wild. Uh, for for a second too, I was like, is that is that the. I was like, Sean, Sean Young is certainly going to be in the rest of the movie, right? right? We can't only <laughs> but have we'd already, been doing that. You saw No Way Out before this. You're like, what? Are, what? What are we doing? I watched here? them in the reverse order. Oh, so, okay. but it, but I still it was I didn't so I didn't expect her to die in No Way Out because she's really good and fun to watch. And I'm like, well, they can't possibly kill this character. Forty minutes. In. <laughs> well, the second well the second that happens, this case, when this said, when she dies in this beginning of this, I'm like, Sean Young is terrible in this. I can't wait for her to die. And yeah. then she shows up again. I'm like, ah, damn it. Yeah. The second still that happens, it, it's five minutes in the movie. The one of the, the star of the movie is dead. I go. Uh, this is either we're going to go to a flashback now or she's a twin. Yeah. yeah. And then she's a twin. Sure enough, she's, she's a twin. A twin. <laughs> yep. Her her twin is the main character of the movie. Yep. Uh, I don't remember her fucking name. Sean Young. Sean Young. <laughs> and and Matt Dillon is a, some she's burger a flipping now. some burger flipping dude who yeah. like, you know, wants to be he's he's a social climber, let's well, say. He, and he's he's but he's a, he's such a specific social climber like he has this plan. Yeah. And I mean, we might as well say what his plan is. His plan is to murder to murder anyone who gets in his way, but he wants to just marry into this rich family. Into this specific rich family. Yeah. Because at the very beginning, we see a little boy looking out at the train tracks by his house in this yeah. poor neighborhood, and it's the name of the- uh, Yeah, he's a, he's a, ro- a company, railroad magnate. company, and it's uh, Max von Sydow. Carlson, yeah. Carlson Copper Corp. And, and the whole the whole movie has this, you think, you think something's got, the reason you think that there's going to be a twist is because this family- it's like this rich family, but there's like riddled with tragedy mm-hmm. and pain. Like the younger son, I think, killed themselves, yep. and then the the and then he murders the one twin, so she's dead. And meanwhile, like the Max von Sydow and the the wife, you know, his wife had like split up in this in this very public, mm-hmm. nasty public way. And so this rich family is fucked up. So the whole movie, you're thinking like, so Matt Dillon is like a secret kid. They keep teasing that like, specific like their, thing that he's like an illegitimate yeah, son of Max and, von Sydow. And so yeah. so it's a real bummer when spoiler alert the yeah. end of the movie comes in that nothing comes of that because because yeah. you, you think like why well why why then why is couldn't the, you have found some other rich person to marry your way into well, it's so weird it's, his name on the train i know i know i know every i mean day. i mean it it makes sense in that way that like in the in the contained world of the movie like sure this was how he had but to we're do also but you're also a like, fucking movie here guys <laughs> yeah put some put some salt in there or something want. put a little stank on it please <laughs> like jesus christ we got to eat this thing yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Matt Dillon decides that he needs to uh, <laughs> to start over again. So yeah, he's flipping burgers, but this identity—he he came from a loser family that yeah. only lived in a three-bedroom Di- house. Diane, Lan- Diane Ladd is his mom, yep. who yeah. is like, you know, you got to make something of yourself. He washes her feet. Yeah. He washes her feet. Weird. He's a good, he's a good son. And he's like, I'm yes. gonna one day, one one of these days, Ma, I'm gonna make something out of myself. You'll see, and I won't have this Philly accent, this recognizable. I'll Philly. be way better than my brother Johnny Drama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and 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 they and then they start, there's a lot of in the in the early going in this movie in like the first third there's a lot of like three months later six months yeah, later yeah. and you're going like god damn I'm supposed to keep all this together he yeah. keeps jumping ahead while well, he gets in a car to, he's like I'm going to New York he gets a hitchhikes and he gets in a car with who with, with Ad Rock Ad Rock <laughs> and Ad Rock is like you know I don't have any family or anything and specifically my parents died my parents died in a plane crash my parents died in this famous plane crash the Korean Air plane crash what's what's your name I'm this is my name hi this is my name fade to black yeah. It's so funny too because it's all, it's like the scene in Terminator Two when uh, when the guy on the motorcycle comes up to T one thousand and D one thousand goes, "Hey, that's a nice bike." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's exactly the same vibe. <laughs> Two episodes in a row with a lot of uh, beast with Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's right. That's right. Weird. I like that. It's, it's very weird. I think. And it's such a. It's funny too because he's he's. Just he's not playing. It's not like he shows up and it's like this is a, one of the Beastie Boys. He shows up and it's ad, if you know yeah. it's Ad Rock, you know. But if you don't, you're just like, oh, this guy. He's some yeah. guy. He's not wearing a clock. He's not no. wearing shit. He's and, not uh, rapping. He's not rapping at all. And uh, <laughs> Sean Young, other other twin, Sean Young's best friend is Joy Lee, Spike's brother or Spike's sister. That's right. Yep. yep. Fascinating. Yeah. She has a more significant part, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's the best she's, friend. She's in it more. Yeah. But she's her, her part is also it's like that. She's she, there. I was surprised that she didn't get murdered. Yeah. yeah. Well, she didn't know anything. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't. Yeah, he'd have she no wasn't, reason to kill her. If she, she wasn't didn't directly know in his way. He's he's a psychopath, but it's also like he's not uh, uh, like a wanton mass murderer. Right. He's, sure. Yeah. Sure. He's like I'm going to kill people if they're specifically in the way of me getting my goal of re- marrying into this specific yeah. rich mm-hmm. family. I don't like. Otherwise, it. otherwise I don't. I just don't like. I'll, I don't I'll like the like killing. It. I don't hate the killing. I'll, like, but killing she starts is just a thing I'll do if I have to. Sean Young starts to investigate her her twin sister's death a little bit more because she doesn't believe it was a suicide. Right. Yeah. That's where you get some Nancy Drew shit. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah. And so she like part of it's the shoes. She's like, why would she buy? She had these new shoes, and why would, why would she, she have, do why that? Would she, why would she, why would she take her sh- shoes off? She would and, never do that. You yeah. Know, why would she take her shoes off? Why would she buy new shoes and if I, she yeah. was just going to kill herself? What was she doing at the courthouse in the first in the place? In the first place. And so I and I knew she had a secret boyfriend, and I got to figure out who that was. Right. And she, I knew she was dating somebody in school, and maybe I can talk to some of her fellow students and see if they knew who her boyfriend was. The cops was. are like, you're wrong, lady. She killed herself. End the story. It's James Russo, who is the shitty cop who is just mean. <laughs> like, Axel Foley's, right from the beginning. Uh, Axel Foley's best friend. Right, that's right. He, who gets uh, murdered. Then she finds this this guy at the uh, that did that did I think briefly date date his, her date yeah. his, her sister but he's like I, w- I went crazy and I had to go to therapy I had to go away for a while yeah, I had like, a but I, I do know who she did date and I'll, I'll show you let's go to my house. I don't remember his name but if I we get the yearbook we get the I'll, yearbook I'll show I'll, this I'll, I can point I can I'll see his picture and I'll be able to point him out to you and you're like you're then you're like. Okay, so now this guy's in the movie, and this movie. One of the great thing about this movie is that it kind of, you know, in a way, it's like disappointing at the end, but it like is subverting you that way because you're like, okay, now this guy's in the movie, and he's gonna be the guy, and then they're gonna be, uh, and then like, right. like the next scene, they're at his apartment, and he's like, he's like, you wait in the car, I'll go get the yearbook. You wait in the car because I have a landlady who doesn't like it when I right. bring girls into my house. Right. So he like goes up there, he's like, oh look, at, oh yeah, here's the guy, it's Matt Dillon, and then the <laughs> Matt door, Dillon the door gets <laughs> opens, and Matt Dillon's there, he's like, sorry, you gotta die, and he just kills. <laughs> this guy. He strangles him to death with his own belt. I love it. And then he takes she, his belt off and just chokes him to death. Sean Young is like <laughs> waiting in the car and then she eventually is like, I'm gonna, I gotta go see what's going on. She goes up there and he, there he is. It looks like he hanged himself. She but, has to get yep. through that no, the nosy landlady yep. too. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't you ring on my, I don't even remember if she has an exit. Probably. But she's like, don't ring on my doorbell. And then, and she's like, well. You've got a whore living in your got, building. <laughs> to F. Janice Rossi. <laughs> And uh, and she goes up there and he's hung up. It's pretty grim too. Yeah. Like his face yeah. is all blue and shit. But that's when the cop. Then she talks to the cop and the cop's like, "Well, I guess oh, I think they. I think she's going like, oh, he killed himself because he killed. He, <laughs> she's like, like she's like saying he killed your 
that she she killed your sister. So she's like, well, at least I'm vindicated. My sister didn't kill herself. It was never, this. Yeah, it he was must this have guy. Done it, otherwise, and he wouldn't have killed himself. He felt bad when he met me, and then he told me to wait in the car and killed himself. Yeah. And you're like, sure. I like the <laughs> okay. I like the idea that, that from their perspective, though, it, this is not what happened as we see. But the, from their perspective, from the cops and Sean Young's perspective, he's like, hey, yeah, I dated her. Hold on, let me uh. Let me just go in there and he fucking kills himself. <laughs> Hangs himself up. Okay. All right. I, I also I find it funny that uh, that he suicided two people and then it's like, well, we figured out that the first one wasn't a suicide because the second one was. We just buy this stuff, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, we don't look very hot at anything. It's his go to. Yeah. It's his go to. <laughs> so so then uh, Sean Young's like sort of like, well, I guess that's that's over. And then then a, she goes well, home. I, I guess that's over yeah, with. That's oh yeah, it's pretty wooden. It's yeah. it's it's hard what? to describe how what it's hard to describe how bad she is. In there this. must be it's a story. Very, or well, I mean, like two people have been killed close to her, and she expresses absolutely zero emotion. Oh no! Right? Oh no! Oh, this I'm man has killed this. himself. Like she's she has she supposedly has like an acrimonious relationship with her father, mm-hmm. and you, you not can, demonstrated. You, you couldn't tell from her performance. You can tell from Max von Sydow because he's very good, and he he's a guy who shows up in a movie and like just with a look, you're like, oh, he's sad. Oh, he's uh, he's there's conflicted or something. And well, she, also she's there, and he's like, well, I'm I'm concerned about my daughter. I I want you to be happy, and I don't know why you hate me or whatever. And then she's like, I don't. Either. I don't either. Well, if there's one, if also, if there's one thing Max von Sydow does maybe better than any other actor because of all the Bergman is uh, having a quiet, contentious relationship with a spouse or significant other. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> like, it's just basically his, his whole shtick. Yeah, it's great. Considering that there's not that much to other than what's presented with Max von, S- von Sydow's character, he is just like the... Uh, a, a billionaire plutocrat yeah. guy who's, I guess, decent enough or whatever. Right. There is a part at the beginning uh, before she goes off on her investigation, and he's talking about his his dead daughter here, or and and so Dorothy's the dead one, and Ellen is the living one, right? Uh, the living Sean Young. But he goes, Dorothy was a whore, Ellen, like right. her mother. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jesus, what a thing to say. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, I mean, maybe we'd be wooden too if we had dads like that. But well, but I mean, that's the thing is that you get you get why she doesn't like him but you don't get that from her performance right. you get that from it's explained. you behaves, get that from him being uh, being a dick yeah. about her she's the same kind of wooden around everybody yeah anyway speaking and then she opens the door to her apartment and there's there's a guy oh, and it's yeah. Matt it's Dillon and you're like oh, and she's like oh hi come in and you're like oh and then she's like he's like dating this guy and his name is the same name as the guy the as Ad Rock's name earlier. That's <laughs> that's not his name. Oh, I see what's going on here. Ooh. And then they fuck. And then they and fuck not, and not for like, the last time either. Oh, she's she's with him now mm-hmm. and you know and then, then she's like, like talking to Joy Lee, oh, I met this new guy and he's really great and blah 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 blah. Great, great yep. in the sack. She's, and she's like a she's like the opposite of her sister who was sort of more like a, a a, a social regular, dilettante, yeah, yeah, and then she's but she's like so eschewed the whole rich family thing, and she's like, I'm living in this. She's a teacher, quote unquote, small apartment, and she's like a teacher, and she's like a volunteer helping the homeless. She wears really bizarre, like Santa Fe themed clothing. Yeah, and the, is it very what, strange? Once, once they, <laughs> once they strange get married outfits. and like he, they're rich now and like they live in that fancy apartment, <laughs> yeah. their, their interior decorating is awful. <laughs> It's so bad. It's 1991. Oh, man. it's really it's gross. It's a grim time. And uh, but yeah, and then like there's a whole sequence where like she does volunteer work with like uh, at-risk sex workers that are on the street and right. stuff, and like they go out at night in a van. They're and, giving oranges to club kids. Yeah, and like you know they find a they find one of the girls who's on the street like passed out with an overdose and stuff. It's a whole thing. They're giving away condoms. That's a funny scene in a way that's not supposed to be funny. Where he she goes like. They like are driving by, and he's, she's, and she's like, like, "That's she's Doris like, That's or whatever. Doris or Bunny or something." And then like, 
then they give out some waters and then the next scene they're driving the opposite direction <laughs> yeah, and, and she's she like is. she's like passed out or, and it's it's awful because it's like she's been like beaten nearly to death or yeah. she's like and all this she's shit been beat up and-, and like but it's so funny the way that it's cut together you're like space that out a little yeah, more because yeah. it's like there she is yeah. and then they go back and go that's her again and then you're like come on don't make me laugh at this tragedy right here you I, stupid movie <laughs> i like the follow-up scene where they where they take her to the hospital and uh they're just in the waiting room and like the nurse comes out and goes like well she'll be fine but we're gonna keep her overnight and blah 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 i don't suppose she has any insurance <laughs> and 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 sean young very very earnestly is like no no but here's my credit card i'll pay for it and then the nurse like immediately brightens up and she's like well this will do nicely thanks yeah. it's like oh jesus <laughs> although although i don't know you know that is sort of like how our medical system oh absolutely works. <laughs> sure. I, just, I just thought it was really funny that like it, it was she was annoyed <laughs> but she knows who sean young is so she knows that sean young's gonna pay for just it clearly for this happens a bunch that's pretty funny but it's i just thought those are funny mo- a funny moment i also i don't know i thought it was amusing that uh like their their way that they chose to represent basically like street kids i'm assuming uh, but they're all kind of dressed fabulously. They all right. look like they've just been at a club, and it looks like their charity is like showing up at raves to give like vitamins and B12 to the ravers. Like, all right, don't party too, don't get dehydrated out yeah, there right? on the dance floor. This is what I'm doing for my community. Well, maybe it takes place in the near future, and so like the fa- there those are fashions from like three or four years ago. Right. So Matt Dillon, look- the twist is Matt Dillon is virtual reality. <laughs> oh no. All those kids are hooked on nuke. <laughs> it's fucked up. Uh, Gotta get you off this nuke. Uh, so, I mean, then the movie's sort of just like... Well, who's the woman that... Then there's a woman who, like, can identify Matt Dillon. Right, but it's like... But this is after he, he like... Then he, like, does work his way into her family, mm-hmm. and she's kind of... the whole, He, like, talks her into it, like, getting married, and she's like, okay, and it's this sort of romance, if you want to call it that. There's no chemistry here, but it's also That's fine. You're also like I don't know how, that there could Just be. Just moving the plot along. <laughs> I mean, this movie, I'll, it give might it, be. I'll give it. This movie's about 93 minutes long. Oh, it it's, moves. Yes. It moves quick. Uh, but she, but he he worms his way into the family, uh, getting a job with uh, with Von Sydow's company. company, and then and he's kind of Sean Young's kind of pissed about that because his whole he kept saying like I don't that's not what I want I don't want to just be a businessman like your father and this and that and she's and then trying that's to get all, away from this that's shit literally and he's all he wants her, to do is yeah. marry into her rich family and so then she starts thinking like maybe this guy's not uh, not so maybe great he's not totally cool meanwhile this lady who knew Sean Young number one yeah. Like, is in town. Calls her up and is like, "I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in, t- I'm going to be in in town, and uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you about your sister's death because I don't know that. I'm it pretty was, sure I know who her boyfriend was. I know who it was. And but he's in, t- he's that's on the answering machine, and he picks up the phone and it's like, oh, she's uh, out right now. Yeah. Uh, did you tell the cops this? No, good, because the cops are. I don't like them. Where are you? Where are you staying? <laughs> I'll tell her. I'll tell her where you're. I'll tell her where you're at when she gets back into town tomorrow. She'll come see you. Do you promise to be at your hotel room tomorrow at 6 p.m. And it's like this one's visiting New York for four days. She's like, yes, I will be in my hotel room in New York at 6 p.m. Well, when I could be doing literally anything well, else fun like, in New York City. He's he's telling her that he's going to tell yes, Sean he's Young gonna tell Sean to, meet her, to go yeah. meet her at her hotel room at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Yeah. So it makes sense that he's like... Oh, it's, oh I didn't say dude, it doesn't make sense. It's dude, just like, I would, like I, if like, I was her, I'd be like, can we make it like earlier in the day so I can go have a nice dinner? <laughs> can you just tell her to meet me at a bar or something? Yeah, right. I'm trying to take a bite out of the Big Apple. Do exactly. I have, does she have the to meet me at my hotel room? I guess. Okay. Well, anyway, hopefully it won't be you showing up to murder me uh-oh <laughs> these are the scenes that uh matt Dillon excels at though where he's he's being he's very nice yeah, yeah. and he knows exactly what to say he's like he's like a robotic social climber type of guy yeah, yeah. He's like, right oh well uh she's not here but in any way i can help. i sure seem like a pretty nice guy don't i i'm not i'm not some sort of murderous robot or anything like that or am i'm not I? patrick bateman 
But then he immediately chokes this lady out. And then uh, chops up Choke. her body in the bathtub. Chokes her with a belt. Stucks it in, sticks it in the suitcase. A real gruesome scene grisly. where he's like, he, he, he don't necessarily show it, but there's like a crack open in the bathroom. And you hear and him you like hear sawing. Yeah. Disgusting well, the cam- sound But the of camera moves around and you see just blood all over the shower curtain. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a shot of the of the bathtub yes, too. Yes, yes. After they, he's gotten they, the, the body out of there. The foley is clearly them like sawing into a stake or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gross. Well, it's great because he comes in uh, to to kill her and he's got a big suitcase and you're like well he's got a suitcase with him and you're like well probably because he has a bunch of tools in there and uh and also then he's gonna he's gonna chop her body up and put it in there there's a great scene af- right after that where he's leaving with the suitcase and it's clearly heavy and the this the this like the doorman who is a w- overzealous doorman is yeah, like yeah. hey let, let me help you, help you with that what you got a dead body in there yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i love it and then and then finally matt dylan is like well you just let me i got it and he tips him anyway and the guy's like thanks thanks wow. and walks away he's like thank you that's all you he must wanted. be some sort of Wall Street yuppie. This guy. is the second of back-to-back movies. This episode that reminded me of the Americans because there's that great scene, and in one episode Ugh. of the Americans where they kill it, they kill That's a girl and break her body and way bend it all in up. weird up fucked up ways to fit it into the suitcase. Oh. One of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. <laughs> so messed up. It's gnarly. Anyway, <laughs> this is a, this is also uh, I don't I don't know how to explain this. I don't I never been to New York or anything, but maybe there is a lane on a bridge in New York's or, or is this is in New York at this point? Yeah, right? yeah. He's in New York. This yeah. part's in New York. You go yeah. from Philly to New York. That's how you social climb. <laughs> Uh, but there's like a lane on this bridge that is apparently the body disposing lane. There's yeah, yeah. no other cars in it, and he just gets out and has all the time in the world to like take this very heavy. Yeah, suitcase. there's there's three mob guys in a Cadillac a few feet away. We didn't see nothing. Camp. If you well, didn't no, see nothing, no, they're wait. They're just waiting for their turn. They're like, "Can you hurry it up? <laughs> nice night for it. Hey, we gotta throw some. We gotta throw a body and hurry some guns up. over hurry the Hurry up! Edge. We're waiting on our dingamagoo. <laughs> <laughs> That that that's uh, one. I did bit of Stanciano. I did think about that, but I also thought like that like that's sort of where this movie this movie is on the face of thriller, and there are scenes where he kills people and stuff. But like that's the type of scene where you're like, this is where you do a a, a thriller right. scene. This is where you do a suspense scene. Like, is, is he going to get away with it? Right. He's trying to get this body over there, and he's looking around, and you're yeah. like, is he? He's in public, basically, on this. You know, right. there's a busy street. He's in this part that's or not like, busy, but like there's a, a part right next lane. door. But it's like. What what if a cop a cop slowly comes? You know that's like what or you could do here. Could but you they, have even done a bit where like <laughs> Sean Young hears the answering machine message part of it later and then shows up at the emote, at the hotel as he's trying to get the body out? And could we do a thing? And yeah, it it, really, it would have been interesting if maybe they'd put us not on his side but told the story more specifically from his point of view so that the suspense of the story yeah. isn't like what's his plan or is she going to get killed by him or is she going like, to figure it out yeah but it like you know put it from more from like the psycho perspective and he's just like well I think that's more interesting I yeah, think that's, that's why psycho works is because right. psycho works because you're going because you're like you're like Norman Bates killed that lady that's awful I hope he gets hope away he with it. And you could, but you could have done any number of those sorts of things with this movie, yeah. and it just completely chooses to do nothing. Because that's I love that I love that in the movie where you're like where you're like put in the position of wanting the villain to get away with right. the thing, Hitchcock but also but also in, but also being like, but this is bad, right? But also like going as a just on a, on a visceral Ooh. level, going like, oh, hope he doesn't get caught. Oh, this guy's this cop might catch him. What's yeah, he? Is he gonna exactly. have to kill this guy now too? Oh no! But this movie like. Really isn't interested in being very thrilling. No, <laughs> but it is. It is fun and it's, it's amusing short, in, so. in the moment. Yeah. So, I, think it, I think it's a pretty fun movie, honestly. Yeah. But, but it just isn't. But it just kills... isn't very suspenseful ever. No. it's oh, sort yeah. of like like that lady calls and he gets her on the phone and then you're like, okay, now he's gonna go to his, her hotel and kill her. It's all these these moments where you feel like there could be. Uh, 
a, scene, a thriller a, happening, a thriller scene happening, or a suspenseful thing, and it's kind of just like, and now this part happened, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, well, yeah. all right. <laughs> the movie just, he's executing his plan as as planned. As planned. Yeah. Good job. And indeed he did. <laughs> and indeed he did. Uh, uh, then and so he kills that lady and gets away with that, and then what happens? <laughs> well, they do find the body on the beach. Uh, oh, like some, a lady, jogger, yeah, a some lady and her dog. A dog is the dog is starting to eat the dead body mm-hmm. out of there. <laughs> She's like, ah! Don't actually, lick, don't lick me. It's like, and it's like the bro, the busted open suitcase. So it's like part, probably part of the body. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. most of that body's gone, but it yeah. might be her. I think they, I think they even say they found her head. Her head is in there. Or something. Well, it's like it's in a bag. It's not in the suitcase anymore. So like, right, right. the parts have been scattered. Forensics right. uh, show that this was sounded really gross when she when she was getting <laughs> cut up. Look, look at this computer. It says exactly <laughs> how it sounded. Extremely gross. It was, on here. It's totally gross. <laughs> ten Hack, out of ten gross. Hacksaw noises and everything. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> just we saw through a crack in the door. That's how gross it was. We didn't want to watch the whole thing. It was too gruesome. Too gruesome to see. So at this at this point, Sean Young is uh, is gradually starting. She, like there, like first she starts to kind of go like, I don't know if I love this guy anymore because yeah. he is a, like as soon as he gets the job with Max von Sydow, he's he's, he's just sort of like I'm gonna now I'm gonna slick back my he hair. He becomes an eighties guy. Where's yeah, his, yeah I'm his, his bonitis takes guys. over. It's like, his goal. I gotta do all this uh, Wall Street work, you know. I can't come home and oh. go to the fucking show with you. I got a uh, Wall Street work to do. Yeah, he stops by Philly. her work. He, and her friend is like, she's already gone. He's like, oh, dang it. Oh, well. <laughs> he doesn't really give a shit. But he's got to stay married to her, I guess, if he wants to keep yeah. the job and stuff. Or kill her. Right. Well, then like, then she starts investigating him. Yeah, like right? digging into his past and finds his mom. Mm-hmm. She finds out his name isn't isn't Jay. Oh no, Faraday. he finds out his name's not that name because they run into his the buddy who used to oh, that's flip burgers right. with at like a fancy restaurant. Who now this guy's also a and businessman. It's, it's or Jim Fife. It's he, I think he's one of the lone gunmen or something. But oh, okay. But yeah, I know that guy. He's been in a ton of but shit. He, but he pop. But he shows up at like this fancy restaurant. He's like, hey, you guy, your name, your real name. And he's like, I don't know who you're talking about. That's not me. He's like, no, no, that's <laughs> you. Remember you, you. We worked burger. We flipped burgers and stuff. Hey, look at us. We're both now here. He's like, fuck off. That's not my name. My name is this guy. And she's like, he's like, no, it's not. And he ends up punching. That dude out. Yeah, the guy, the guy's like, leaving. "Hey, what are you talking about?" And he like grabs his shoulder and goes, "Get your fucking hands off me, yeah. asshole!" Sean Young's like, "Hmm, Harold never, reacted a little never bit. assaults people when we're at home." So she, so maybe, she, maybe he's just an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so she, so yeah, so she's like, "Oh, that's his real." That, so that's his name. And so she looks in that name. She finds his mom. Does she? Does she? Does she get the yearbook first? Um, yeah, yeah she, she finds his mom. There's, yeah, that, oh no, she goes to like order. a library and finds a yearbook. There's some stuff it's where it's the just, same shit. It's just general. In, uh, it's just generic investigating stuff. But we get that same shit. shit that happened in Deceived yeah, and and in uh, Malice. Yeah, where yeah. The, they, she goes and visits the mom of the uh, of the evil yes. dude who oh, came right. from uh, uh, inauspicious beginnings. This guy's this guy's. Uh, plan does make more sense than the one in Deceived, which if I remember right... I'm still right, not sure what that was. Which I remember right is this guy doing stuff to ladies. Yeah. And then being had, like, right, I gotcha. And you're like... Oh, no, he uh, had some sort of thing having to do with a ar- artifact. Yeah, there was like a mysterious jewel or something. But he already was well-to-do. Like, God. dude, just you're rich already. Why? This one, this one made me think of. Do that, me a favor. You know? Let's not relitigate to see you. I was right? just. I, can't, I just. Can't. This movie made me think of it because it was a similar type of thing. Where yeah. it's like the the woman figuring out that the person she's with isn't the person she's with. Yeah. This doesn't. A Diane Ladd scene, and this is not as good as Anne Bancroft in Malice. No, <laughs> not nearly. No, no, no. no. Uh, but it's great when she. Uh, maybe Aaron Sorkin should have written this. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> She she goes to, so she goes to his old house and it's his house by the train tracks and we we all we know that already mm-hmm. and the mom's like oh he no, the mom's this... like he died 
Can you yeah. imagine growing up in this three-story hellhole of a four-bedroom, yeah. two-bathroom yeah. house? <laughs> right. Oh, I got to get out of this shit. Because she's like, he died. And, and she, years, three years ago, And then died. she goes and she's like, no, he's not dead. I'm married to him or whatever. And she goes to visit the mom. The mom's, I think she pretends like, oh, that's sad. I knew him or whatever. And the mom goes off to work. And then she sneaks back into the house and is like rooting through his, rooting through his old room. And which finds, his mom has kept the same because uh, he comes yeah. and visit. He came, would come and visit. And she's he's sad. He's got a lot died. of Rolling Stones stuff on. He likes he stones. all kinds of like weird posters and stuff. He has this stuff. poster that is just a stack of money and it says my first million. Yep. And you're like, woof. Creepy. Yeah. But he's also got. He's also got a whole collection of like <laughs> clippings about her family. Her sister, yep. her father. That's the a real red flag. And inside, <laughs> inside there is also her dead sister's lighter. Yeah, which he which he picked up after he picked up after pushing fe- her off the roof. Her off the roof, and he found it and was like, "Oh, I'm going to keep that." Yeah. More, more. Well, not more importantly, but for me, more importantly, one of my favorite staples of movies is yeah. childhood rooms where there are model airplanes hanging from <laughs> the ceiling. From the ceiling. Yeah. A thing that nobody has ever done in history, <laughs> but every other child child's room no. in a movie. Yeah. Let me just hang a bunch of planes from the because I don't want to play with them. I, well, I the, just want to look at them. Well, the model airplanes you can't play with because they're very delicate and you glued it all together. That's but an I, adult thing, though. I never had the. I had model planes that I didn't. You couldn't like play with them because the, the parts that you spent hours gluing right. on there would break off. I, 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 I had them on shelves. I did not have them hanging, but I had them on a shelf. Like there's that thing I built, and I was always like, that was neat and it was fun, sort of. But now I can't. Do anything My with experience it. with model planes was <laughs> I thought I wanted to build a model plane because that sounded cool, but I had no idea what that was. I thought it was like Legos where it just came in the parts and you put no. the parts together and then you maybe put stickers on them. You got to get high in that model. And then glue somebody, and shit. like my grandma or whatever, bought me like a nice a little model plane and I open it up and it's like, I don't want to work this hard. You got to cl- you got to pull those tiny <laughs> little pieces out of those yeah. weird clipping. You got to like very things. carefully glue them and yeah. paint them. And I was just like, Awful. "Fuck this! I'm not doing this." It's I like that thing. Like that thing four, stayed in its box no. forever. That was a shit. That, but that was shit we fucking kids had to do before like video games got good. <laughs> like it was awful. I just read books and watched TV. But I never had a, miserable. I never had mine hanging from the ceiling though. No. That is a that is a funny thing. Also, like the the trope of villains having. Lots of clippings of the thing that they're after. Love around these clippings. Is, is so funny. Hope to nobody me finds all these clippings. <laughs> yeah, that tie me to every crime I've ever committed. Yeah, it's I, I gotta keep. I know what I want to do and I mean, everything, but I gotta keep going trophies. back to these it's clippings. It's a trophy. I mean, yeah. I, that's the excuse always, but it's also funny to me. It's like I, you think if you're so smart and you have this master plan that you would throw those away. Like when once you get your plan settled, you're like, got it. I'm gonna throw away all those all, all the evidence. Evidence. I'm yeah. gonna throw that in a fireplace or something. But uh, that that's, but you got to keep it because that's how because he's crazy or whatever. Well, the he, the reason that he has that is because it's booby trapped so that the second someone opens it, he knows to show up and kill <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, well, which is what happens. Which is exactly what happens. He's like, oh, you found my box of evidence. Um, well, you're next, Sean Young. Well, I'm sister. gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get you now. I may have to chop you up with a with a, <laughs> a saw. I don't know. Did you? I I see you met my mom. Don't jump out the window. <laughs> Don't run out the window. Dang it. Now I'm going to have to chase you across the train tracks. But oh, be- no. Before he shows up, we do see hear the train going by, and then she looks Burr. out the window, and this is there's a music sting, and this is... Oh, by the way, the fucking music. Good music. This is, did have a good the score. Opposite. This movie's yeah. the... Well, not, I didn't think this movie was terrible, but like the music is... Like absolutely, yeah. It's got a really good, robust thriller score. It's Howard Shore, and it sounds like the music from Silence of the Lambs. Like Howard Shore, fucking rules so hard. The the movie is almost uh, the movie is so relatively sedate. Yeah, like in comparison, that sometimes it's like Matt Matt Dillon's walking across the apartment. 
song, you're like, okay. It's got that like Howard Short opera score yeah. kind of shit, you know? Yeah, like No Way Out, like the, the music. Swap the, the scores. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, No Way Out, the music takes it down like a half a, a half a star. I think in this one, the music takes it up like a full star. <laughs> I mean, the music, really the music is good. Howard Shore is like, Howard Shore is great. So. Yeah. Sturdy. Yeah. But anyways. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an example of a score like, like lending, like going like, well, they see the movie, you see the raw footage and they go like, this isn't very tense. We need to goose this Add a little some, bit. Yeah, seriously, and it does. It works because you're like, woo, ah, get me Howard Shore. Yeah, give me that Cronenberg guy. Sure thing, and uh, yeah. but but yeah, he does one of those classic Howard like devastating Howard store score. Howard, Howard Shore Howard, score thing. Howard Shore score. Say yeah, Howard Howard, Howard, Shore, Howard Shore, Shore by the seashore collecting <laughs> Howard Shores. Howard scores ship shores ship shores. <laughs> great. Ten times fast. Ten times fast. Ten times fast. Howard shores by the seashore collecting scores. Scores <laughs> shores by the seashore. Scores shores. Howard scores. Woo. Come down to Howard scores. We've got tons of fun games. Nude and women. Stuff. Clowns welcome. Howard scores. We have Howard Shore playing on the jukebox all day and uh, nude, all fully nude women and pull tabs. <laughs> Oh man, I want to get some. Only a mile, a mile and a half away from the actual shore. <laughs> <laughs> Free model planes with your first visit. Howard scores. Not affiliated with actual Howard Shore. <laughs> but you get this this classic Howard Shore score, Shore Four, uh, by the seashore thing where it goes bum 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 or whatever. Yeah. And she looks out and then sees the trains with yeah. Carlson uh, Copper Company, yeah. and she's like, oh, like it's a real revelation. Like, oh shit, she, he saw the trains. Yeah, yeah it's so. But it, it's, it's very strange. It's very. It's, and that's it's, when he shows up. He's like, well, well, well. I guess you know I'm a villain. Well, it's here villain we are. time. Here we are at the last three minutes of the movie. Yeah. What's gonna happen? I guess you know how this is supposed to go. Oh yeah, this is where he gets to kind of do his little speech where she's going like, you killed people and blah blah blah, and he goes, Carnegie. Rockefeller, men like your father, you think they got where they got without breaking a few eggs? Yeah. Yeah. I think like, Ro- I think Carnegie probably... Uh, strangled a woman in a hotel room. <laughs> chopped up her body. <laughs> chopped up a lady and put her into a suitcase. That was legal at the time. Rockefeller, yeah, Rockefeller famously like pushed a lady off of a building, and then everybody saw it, and he shrugged and went, eh, what me worry? Like, I'm a Rockefeller. Yeah. Oh, what, what are you going to do, suckers? And he danced a, he danced a jig. <laughs> and everybody was like, well, flipped everybody off. They go, well, <laughs> we can't touch him. It's 1879 or whatever. There's nothing we can do about it. He hired the Pinkertons to tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he literally owns the police. We have to wait for the slave catchers to turn into the police oh, force. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. It's true. Look it up. It's true. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, they have a, they cha- he chases her out of yeah, the house. They, he's like on a monologue where he explains his whole plan. and which, you know, is, which is nothing. Which is what we've been saying. Well, his, we saw his plan. It's yeah. done. No, no, he, but, he got there. No, no, but like you think, you think this is the moment where he goes, and my whole plan was this, and also like... I'm your baby brother, or yeah. some, you know, some weird shit, something weird that's like, oh fuck, that was what was going on the whole time. But he's like, my plan is what you saw. I wanted to become part of your family, and I did. And I did. Yeah. And now, now you, you must found, die. Now you found out I'm not who I said I am, and you found my evidence box. And he's and I like, have to kill you're, you. me and your father and I are going to become closer, mourning your death. Yes, yeah. that's I like that. Which is good. That's yeah. fun. That's that's a solid. That's a solid like uh, bad yeah. guy line. And then they ch- he chases her out of the house, and they chase each other along the train tracks, and she manages to duck out just in the nick of time and he gets hit by a train and it's this hilarious dummy kill of this dummy just getting smashed by this train. I'll be posting it. It's great. It's very and, uh, humorous. That's, that's it. the end. And that's the end. It, it, then it goes, then it pans back over. She's like crying and this she's like, oh so my weird. god, this is fucked up and then it pans away from her to the the window where he, when he was a little boy he saw the train and then it fades and you see the, see little, the little boy, boy again. Like, yeah, the, fa- the boy fades And you're again. like, 
super I tight close-up of him, like, be, like in a daze, like, yeah. th- thousand-yard stare at and the And he's train. going, like, way of the future, way of the future. Way of the future. Yeah. Blueprints, yeah. blueprints. Way of, future. Yeah. way of the future. Matt Dillon is a good villain, I think. Like, because I like, because I, I, Matt I Dillon's one of those. I more as a villain than a hero. He's one of those really. guys that you, like, kind of, you, like, like. You kind of go, like, yeah, I could trust this guy, but also maybe not. Maybe it's this guy would, something would, about would kill you. Oh, well, something about Mary, he's amazing. <laughs> I, love yeah. the, I love the scene where he's talking about uh, helping the underprivileged folks in that movie. Not the word he uses, but he's like, you know, I like to tie them up uh, in the yard and they can run and dig. Well, she also, <laughs> she also he, uh, when he says that line, which is hilarious, I work with our yes. words, and she goes, is is that really the right that's word not, I don't to think use? And he, goes, and he goes, yeah, well, cool or not, I'm not going to let anybody tell me who to work with. Like, yeah. he, like he thinks that she's going, you shouldn't work with those people or something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's, so, he's so funny in that movie. Uh, oh, man. He's got that those, movie holds he's got up. He's fucking I, fake I watched teeth. that about six months ago again, and it is very funny. It does. Yeah. You'd think it wouldn't. It's really No, it's definitely, it's, that and Kingpin are the, the Farrelly's the finest. Farrelly's, they had three in a row, and I don't, I don't, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Dumb and Dumber, but it's still funny. But man, you put that on it's fucking funny all the way. Those three yeah. movies, right in a row, you're like, these guys are these guys are pretty great. And then they made me, myself, and Irene. And I was like, oh, maybe not. That Never got end. good again. That was the end of that. Yeah, yeah. done. Yeah. But then they came back with Green Book and Shallow Hal and Shallow Hal. <laughs> I did enjoy the Three Stooges movie. Oh yeah, I thought it was all right. It's pretty yeah. fun. Larry David is a nun. It's yeah, funny. there's some amusing parts in that. It's like it's like clearly made by Three Stooges. Anyway, fans. kiss before dying. Kiss before dying. Oh yeah, he gets hit by a train and splattered. It's great. It's pretty. It's great. not as awesome as the head exploding it's, at the beginning. It's a, nobody, it's you fun. do see the dummy under the train, like getting blasted yeah, yeah. around by the. It's, to, so it's, it's like, totally it's, bloodless too. It's really funny. It's he, just like gets yeah. chopped up. But it's great because it is like he gets hit by the train. And you're like, oh no, is he still alive? And then it does that thing where it shows the body under the train. You're like, he is not alive. Not alive. That guy is dead. He is. <laughs> He has been run over by a bunch of... It would be awesome of- if he got back up with a knife. It was like, ah! ah. I mean, I, you know, part of me, it would be ridiculous, but like, I also like... Something would happen. Yeah, I kind of wanted something, like, I wanted an extra stinger at the end of this movie, or like, even, you know... I, my was, I was operating you the under movie, the working go, theory. Right? And you go, I was what? hoping that at the end, she'd be in the house, looking through the room, finding the evidence. Like, I'm watching the movie going like, it'd be rad if Max von Sydow showed up, right? Oh, right? Wow. Anything. <laughs> and it would be like, that would be like totally stupid. I'd be like, well, that doesn't make any sense in this dumb... But fuck what? Yeah, if that, if something <laughs> if that had happened at the end of the movie, I'd be like, awesome. Max okay, Vin- you sold me. Max Vincetto shows up and then she's like, I've been a Russian spy the whole time, right. and you're like, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me? I'll tell wow. you this, though. It's an underwhelming ending, but it does feel like that ending really does feel like they're like, we're wrapping this up now. now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I love. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I it's, love Monsters. there's I a love... lot of movies where, like, this will happen, and then there's 20 more minutes, and you're like, fuck. Oh, no. Monsters Dead movie's over. This, this movie it. is calling it. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's like, great. Well, no, we check. We're around the... We're, 93 we're minutes, I'm out. We gotta go. We yeah, gotta yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, we don't need the scene where he where she talks to Max von Sydow, and nope. they reconcile or something. You, like, know, some, you know, she's gonna explain it to people, and they'll be like, oh, Oh, wow, that's fucked yeah. up. There doesn't need to be like a coda where she's like, and now I'm better. Also fucked up is she's going to have to go to that guy's mom and go like, your son wasn't dead. But he is now. He is now. <laughs> and, and he died in a pretty horrific way right, right over there. Right, in there. right over there. But if <laughs> it makes you feel any better, he was a murderous psychopath. So, uh, boy, a lot of, are, lot of mixed are emotions Are you going to stay in this house? What's this your, is, well, who's your realtor? It's, it's a nice bad. house. You probably, this is probably already paid for too. I, mean, I bet it's paid off. You might want to move. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there's a there's a really funny uh, part in this where because he it, it, he's a little bit wooden as befits his character, but he has a little joke where like they're like Sean Young and Matt Dillon are already kind of like the the relationship's not going great, and she's been out kind of like investigating or whatever. He comes back and he's there in her apartment and he's like cleaning up a stain on the carpet, and he goes, "Fucking Pepe peed on the rug. Pe- fucking Pepe peed on the rug again. Their cat yeah. Pepe. You ought to change that cat's name to Pee Pee." <laughs> 
<laughs> says it like that, like really joylessly. There's a whole that. thing where she like, there's like a whole part where she like dyes her hair blonde at some point and he gets really mad because she looks like her sister. Yeah, and stuff. yeah that's very. She changes I think her hair color. She's literally, she's literally watching Vertigo on TV and then changes that's her hair right. color. That's right. There's a couple. There's another movie scene earlier where it's like a very on the nose thing. I think it was like a monster movie on in the hotel room when he kills that lady or something. It's but it's, I mean it's it's just one of those things where there's a movie a classic movie on in the background when the that reflects this thing that's happening. Yeah. Because there's supposed to be like a little bit of a vertigo thing too, where it's like he's like I'm upset because you're not your sister, but you look like her now, and I don't like that. But it's the movie barely dwells on it because the movie it has nothing on its mind really. We uh, uh, we also counted Sean Young has five different hairstyles in this movie, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, because she's like the one sister, and then she's herself, and then she changes her hair, then she changes it back, and then she I can't Blonde remember all hair, of them. and then she has, then she has like regular, reg- then she has her dark hair again at the end. It's yeah. like the director is like, we're making super vertigo. You like that shit in Vertigo? We're doing it constantly throughout the movie. <laughs> My favorite part of Vertigo was where she, she changed her, her hair, hair color. We're gonna do that so many times. <laughs> that's what everybody loves about Vertigo. Vertigo's the best movie ever made because that lady, that lady colors her hair. We're going to be we have a screening of Vertigo here at Howard Scores, Dem, down a mile and a half from the shore. <laughs> Come to Howard Scores. Uh, and there's also a book when when we're first uh, introduced to uh, Sean Young's character in her uh, apartment or wherever she lives. She has a book that's just called AIDS and Drugs. <laughs> and chicks like, better scurry. <laughs> <laughs> AIDS and drugs and chicks better scurry. When I take you around in my big Surrey or whatever the fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, ratings. Uh, three Juds. Yeah. Uh, undone by loose plotting and wooden acting, but amusing in the moment. Good kills. As Kevin said, every time this pacing flags, <laughs> Matt Damon shows up. <laughs> Matt Dillon. Matt Damon shows up. <laughs> Matt Dillon shows up and chokes somebody out and yeah. chops them up. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And it's got, it's bookended by two terrific death death scenes. Yeah. Uh, so and the and the score is very good. So yeah, solid, underwhelming, but solid. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it like three Douglases. You know, uh, for all the for all the sexy There's stuff. Two pretty in it. gratuitous sex scenes. Two gratuitous. There's sex already scenes, one yeah. sex scene, and you're like, "Well, that's that." And then like twelve, like like eight minutes later, it's just another sex scene. Is yeah. there one where she's having sex with him, where she you see the close-ups of her, and she's like thinking about how he's like a bad guy, probably? Yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> like less graphic, yeah, yeah. but like she she at this point kind of suspects. There's him, a long and then, shower and then one on too. There's right. not a ton of nudity in the sex scenes, but they're long. They're lengthy. But there is nudity. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten splattered Eris ingenues. <laughs> Shit is crazy all over the pavement. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really wild. Yeah. Uh, Split that head open and sell the milk. <laughs> one of our, oh, one geez. of our, I think uh, Mike Drew Flynn yeah. maybe posted posted that clip and didn't, and it was just sort of like looking forward to this or didn't didn't no. say what it was. Oh no, he was like. Because I don't think we've announced that we're doing this one yet. He posted a thing that was just like, I, "Oh, was that right?" He's like, "He's like, I think I stumbled onto one you guys should do." And he posted that oh, clip of her killing. And I was like, "I was like, well, I don't think I saw that. I'm glad." And I was like, "Oh, we're we're doing. Yeah, you're that's right. Our next, you're right. That's our we're, next. We episode. announced that episode in the bank. So he that's just coincidence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, <laughs> neat. But he posted that, and I was just like, I want. He didn't even say what movie that is. What? That's weird. Yeah. And, and then and then I saw it, which was funny because I watched later. the scene. I'm like, oh, she gets killed, and then it was like, oh, this is the beginning of the movie. So it wasn't like a yeah. bad spoiler. Right. Right. It was just it was just a funny thing where I'm like, hey, that seems like a spoiler, and then it's like, no, it's not really. It's actually the <laughs> instigation for the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, fucked up and amazing, but it does get your hopes up for the movie. 
Uh, so, all right, so my turn. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it three and a half. Wow. Three and a half Judds. I, I, there, the movie kind of airs on the bad side, but I found it entertaining the entire way through. And even Sean Young being so bad, it's this kind of movie kind of really reminded me of Shattered in that I had didn't know anything going into it. And it's just sort of filled with, uh, Shattered's a better, much better movie, but like it, yeah. they're both just sort of filled with weird delights. Yeah. Like they're just sort of, to, to me, they're just sort of packed with, you know, either this is I think is good or or this is weird or this is funny one way or another. I just found it entertaining. And again, ninety three fucking minutes, I, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, and it is a, a straight down the line three Douglas movie. Um, you know, boobs yeah. and like a lot more sex than you would imagine, and uh, in some nastiness in there. Yeah, Matt Dillon washing his mom's feet. If that's your kind of thing. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. Whose thing isn't that? <laughs> and I'm going to give it... Oh, I had it. Son of a bitch. Uh, uh, 10 out of 10 model airplanes hanging <laughs> from the ceiling like you do. Uh... I'm also going to give it three. Uh, it's a kind, actually kind of despite itself. This is a movie the whole time I'm watching going like, I kind of like this even though it's not. It's kind of not good and it doesn't care. I, it, it's like a movie that a whole time through I was going like, this this should, this could, this should and could have been better. Mm-hmm. Like there's, it's it's not like they just didn't film, they just didn't film the better version. They could have. They, they had all the ingredients are there and they, they did, uh, the movie's fine though. The movie's totally okay. Yeah. It's just like not doing anything. It's sort of like, what are you doing here? Well, the twist is that there isn't a twist and that the things that happened are just what happened and that's your movie. There you go. I the movie's th- over now, but it's 90 minutes long. It feels like that long. It's just sort of like happening. And like I said, every time the movie was sort of sagging, Matt Dillon would show up and like murder somebody brutally. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, now I'm back in it for, you know, give you a little rush. And Max von Sydow is one of my favorite actors and just him and anything kind of, uh, it's like, yay, Max von Sydow. Even at the beginning it's of Force positive. Awakens for like two yeah. seconds for no fucking reason. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> he, uh, I hate to say it uh, because she's she went through a lot. She had a tough life, but like the, the, the second she started reading her lines in this, they should have fired her. Shot. She's very oh, yeah. like she like the first line she has in this movie where she's like, "I think we need to go." They should be like, "Oh, we need to find somebody else." We yeah. just okay. We, Check please. We can't yes, have this person playing this, two characters. This is not getting any better. That's terrible acting. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Uh yeah, and I'm giving it three. I'll give it three Douglases for all the for all the naughty stuff, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'll give it one suitcase full of body parts. Mm. What you got a dead body in there? <laughs> I love that. That's that, seeing that there's there's stuff throughout like that where it was sort of like the movie at least knows what it's what kind of movie it is. So it was right. often like fun. Yeah. It wasn't have it was having a good time with itself, even though I think that it could have been better. Yeah, yeah, you know, but. But not bad. Speaking of fun. movies that could have been better, no, nope. I'm not sure this one could have. Oh, I, I think it could have. I think it could have. I, I, I mean, I know it was the fucked mo- with. I mean, the movie that got made is not the movie that they set to, that, that this oh, yeah. set out to director make. Oh yeah, director disowned all. it. Yeah, and right, and the yeah. director has made some terrific movies. She made two yeah. terrific movies before this. Yeah, and I mean, uh, and this was it. Born in Flames and uh, Working Girls. Working, Working Girls. Girls. Born in Flames is a particular favorite of mine. I think that Born in Flames. Is I think is, straight is, up is masterpiece. A great. I, I like. I love Working Girls. I saw that just for the first time last year. Criterion's putting it out. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. Um, anyway, so we're talking about Love Crimes. HBO Video presents a provocative and erotic thriller. That's more like this. You got it. You're scaring me. You're scaring yourself. A film that explores the dark side of seduction. Wonderful. That's exactly what I want. Why would you let him put you in that kind of situation? Haven't you ever had a secret fantasy? 
sleeping with the enemy's Patrick Bergen. I'd like to photograph you. And Sean Young of No Way Out. Why do you hate women so much? I don't hate women. Be the horse. Good. Good. I love women. In Love Crimes. Ostensibly directed by Lizzie Borden. Although, if you read about the production of this movie, she, she talks about how... Like she got the script and was interested, and because it was kind of a movie exploring this like lady's sexuality, and she actually had a friend of hers like rewrite the script to be more of a psychological exploration of this woman's sexuality and stuff, as opposed to necessarily being a straight up thriller. When they got to set, they'd like the the producers, one of which was Harvey Weinstein, had butchered mm. the script, and she was basically like, "We were shooting, we started shooting, and there was no script and stuff." And uh, she talks about how just like they recut the movie, they mm-hmm. shot new scenes. There's all these flashbacks to the the main character Sean Young having being, like a traumatic experience, having a traumatic abusive experience when she was young, which was not part of the movie mm-hmm. originally. They just added those because they kept the producers, all these men <laughs> were like mm-hmm. kept going like we can't have a movie about this kind of character being into this. It has to. So basically, they added all this shit to be like she was she was fucked. She's fucked up and into weird sex because uh, she was abused or whatever. It's yeah. like it's totally she totally saw a lady get killed. I totally guess. not the movie that Lizzie Borden set out to make. And the, and, uh, then and, the, and and also when she was making the movie, it was getting fucked with the whole time. The that whole got time. taken away from her in post. Harvey Weinstein bullied her into keeping her name on the movie when she wanted to take her name off of it because she. Was like I, she's like I don't even consider it my movie. Mm-hmm. So that's all the setup for the movie because and this the, movie the thr- and the thriller part of it was sort of a tacked on thing mm-hmm. too, which is why at the end of the movie there is no thriller ending. It just ends. Yeah, and the Ugh. yeah, it's very yeah, and the thriller element feels totally tacked on. It's like not what the movie's about at all because nobody who was making the movie. Was it was constantly getting thriller. fucked with, and yeah. nobody knew what they were supposed to be doing, I think. They've the taken this movie that's about a woman who is encountering a, a skeevy dude who enjoys uh, having sadomasochistic relationships with women. She has uh, some sexual proclivities in that direction as mm-hmm. well. They they clash because she's investigating him for doing fucked up stuff to these other women. Right. But she begins a relationship with him that that she finds you know arousing and and scary at the same time. Right. But and she's into it and she's into it. But the 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 people that fuck with the movie keep trying to turn it into a thriller about how she needs to catch this guy. And right. Like, which that's makes, not what which it's makes doing the at all. Whole thing make no fucking. It makes sense. no fucking sense. So I mean, yeah. all it's 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 important to have all that context because if you just sat down to watch this movie, it is a fucking mess. It's a mess. Yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. And the performances ever. are necessarily inconsistent because they're reshoots and nobody had a script. And you clear that it's clear that everybody in front of behind the camera was unenthusiastic about what was going on. Right. And it's just a real shame. And this is and this movie has uh, like I posted a picture of the VHS tape. It says love crimes and below it it says Miramax and people were like yeah Miramax would know about fucking sex. Yeah, they yeah. should call this movie sex crimes or whatever. That's a very important point because yeah. Harvey Weinstein's shit is all over this movie. Yeah. In all, what are what are the things that he's famous for? Being mm-hmm. a fucking asshole who ruins movies. Check. Mm-hmm. And showing his dick to people. Check. Yeah. He did that to Sean Young, and she was she came out, and, and it happened yep. during the making of this movie. Yep. And Sean Young yeah. like uh, was one of the people who came out against Harvey Weinstein. Apparently, he just like whipped out his dick and was like, do something, you know, whatever the fuck Harvey Weinstein yeah. does. He, he certainly did his part to trash her career. And then he, well, tra- he certainly and then she ruined this. She movie. wasn't having any of it, and then she trashed his career. In the same article that I read about this, she also tells a story about her earlier in her career, Warren. Beatty sexually harassed her, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she and she called him out. She caught like she went public with it, and Barbara Streisand yelled at her. Yep, 
Yeah, well. Jesus Christ. She also lost Batman Returns, too. She lost Batman Returns and then went on TV. Not that Michelle Pfeiffer um, isn't amazing in Batman yeah, I mean, Returns. I, would, I'm I just was saying. watching that show. Michelle well, Pfeiffer is perfect in Batman Returns. I mean, could Sean Young? We don't know, but could Sean Young have done the whip trick that Michelle Pfeiffer clearly did on set, but <laughs> didn't, didn't make it into the movie? Oh, my God. That's the most frustrating thing I've <laughs> yeah. ever seen in my life. Fuck you, Tim Burton. That's <laughs> but, my favorite, and I love that movie. That's I know, like my it's, favorite Tim Burton movie, probably. That and Ed Wood, yeah. But, like, but like the fact that like they she did that and they didn't fucking, they, fucking they didn't the have like a wide shot of her doing the whole thing and that absurd. is absurd. What the fuck, yeah, Tim tur- Burton? It turns out Tim Burton's not a very good director. No, that's true. But Sean Young <laughs> went on a like daytime TV talk show famously dressed as Catwoman and like talked shit about Tim Burton for not giving her right. the role in the movie and, and I was watching that show when it happened. Yeah, it's I didn't, like, wh- I her career's I melting down it. before your eyes. It was quite some, I'm sure yeah. you can find it online somewhere and it's like, wow, this is... <laughs> Holy I mean, shit. She, she's been labeled for all of her career as being difficult to work with. And I think that obviously there's some truth to that, but I think there's there's clearly some mental illness involved. And yes. also, she, it wasn't like she wasn't done dirty the entire time either. The, the whole yeah, way yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, yeah, I think it's I, I think it's one of it's a it's a little from column A, B, C and D. Yeah. It's like a whole bunch of stuff. And like in this one, it's like honestly in in uh, Kiss Before Dying. It's like they should have hired a different person. She's bad. She's just bad in it. It's like this is mm. just like that thing where you're going, yeah, she's bad at acting. She, she wasn't. Ma- I, I, and then in this why? in this one, it's impossible to blame anybody. No, she's for actually anything. really. No, trying. I'll blame Harvey Weinstein. But well, no, but I mean, but you know, but I mean, it's 100%. it's impossible to blame anyone in front of the camera for their performances yeah, because yeah. even Patrick Bergen is giving a weird performance, but it seems like he's like, I am not entirely clear my <laughs> yeah. motivations of my character. And then like halfway through him, like he's got an Ir- he's got his Irish accent, but I don't think he does the this whole movie. This was after Sleeping with the Enemy, yes? This was a year after Sleeping okay. with the Enemy. You I wonder... I wonder, I just I just saw Patrick Bergen in another weird movie called Taffin that I just watched. Have no. you ever heard of this? No, no. It's, uh, it's like Roadhouse set in a Northern Ireland backwater, or not Northern Ireland, but in an Irish backwater town starring Pierce Brosnan, and, and Patrick Bergen is uh, Sam Elliott. Wow. Huh. Sold. It's very weird. I mean, the movie is not exciting at all, but you should check it out. <laughs> uh, but, but I feel bad. I really bad for Sean. I mean, I feel bad for her in general uh, for a lot of reasons, but in this movie in particular, it's a real raw, and, and she's doing a lot. Of, she's naked mm-hmm. most of the time, and mm-hmm. real intimate yeah. stuff, and she's really trying hard, and she, in the movie is and she in the movie sucks. She's just putting it out yeah. there yeah. and getting fucked over in every direction. It really reminded me of Kelly McGillis in uh, Cat. Oh, Cat, uh, Dangler, Cat Chaser, Cat, Cat Chaser, Chaser, where right. you're just sort of like she's all the, doing all this queasy, <laughs> uncomfortable stuff, and then and then she just gets fucked over by the movie. Yeah. It's just, Makes you feel awful for, for well, actors. In I mean, general. the same thing happened to Lizzie Borden, the director of this yeah, movie. Yeah. I mean, it's like reflected in the Sean Young's performance in this is what happened to her is that she clearly had this actress who was game to work with her, and a lot of the stuff like there's a lot of things. There's an opening scene where they're busting some some cops who are like uh, who are they're like, shaking down they're a shaking hooker down, shaking down prostitutes, and uh, that very very much is in line with her first two movies with Born in Flames and Working Girls, which are like Working Girls is about this uh, you know upscale uh, brothel mm-hmm. in like New York City, and it's like a day in the life of this place. But it's very it's that that oh, there's a lot in this movie that's very much yeah. in line with her things, and it's like frustrating because I her first her first two movies are so great and were done independently, and this was like her first foray getting money from a studio to do it mm-hmm. and they just fucked her they did her so bad and she never recovered 
No, no she does like, like TV script, and stuff. But TV script doctoring now. You know, but like those sucks. Two... I mean, she's having a bit of a rena- like. Think I think people are like rediscovering yeah. her. But it is that thing where it's like, fuck, God, she was because she. You think like ha- had she made the movie, she made. Oh, it would be amazing. It might be. It might be like it would be. It might have been. Weird. weird, but it, and it maybe it wouldn't have been a thriller at all. Yeah, but it certainly would be something. Sean Young might be remembered for her great performance in Love Crimes instead of I think those, whatever. I think this those is. first two yeah. movies are so extraordinarily good that I just I'm, I'm tantalized by the idea of what this could have been. Yeah, and it's and you and then you watch this movie and it's so frustrating to like yeah. every and you scene. can see the pieces that would have gone somewhere. You know what I mean? Kind, yeah, I mean Sean Young is like Travis said, she's like out there. Mm-hmm. She's not. She's bad, but it's not her fault. It's like that thing where you go like, eh. what? Maybe and maybe what, what, in, what maybe in she, context. Context, it's not that bad, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. In the in the movie that should have been made, yeah, exactly. but in the movie context of this movie, it's like there's, it's erratic. It's like she's yeah, she, her performance is all over the place because that's what they yeah. were telling her to do, I guess. And, the and char- she's asked to do ridiculous shit too. The character yeah. makes choices that don't make any sense because it's been so weirdly cut. Like yeah. there's the whole scene where like she's been having a relationship with him now, and then they're like he's in the car, they're in the car together, and she's like, "All right, let's go to the cops. I'm taking you. I'm going to go across the street and call the cops." And <laughs> yeah, then he don't dri- escape. Yeah, and then yeah. he drives away, and she's like, "Hey," and you're like, "Well, what did you think what was going to happen? Yeah. What? She doesn't. She doesn't have him handcuffed. Or like, there's the, yeah. there's there's scenes where she's like, like, "I'm going to bust you. I know what you're up to. You hurt those women." And then, like, it'll cut to him going, like, yeah, well, I was abused by me mom, and then I didn't feel too good about sex stuff, and he, like, has this weird confessional moment, and then they're arguing, and then it's just, like, it doesn't make any sense. It's it, all been chopped up. It feels like it should, because there's a point where he kidnaps her, uh-huh. and then, but then she kind of, like, is like, no, I'm not kidnapped anymore, now I'm just here with just you. Here there's with this you. great, there's a great, kind of great scene out by this fire, yeah. where she's, like, Yelling and being very confrontational and like, yeah, like literally stripping real, her clothes like off an, and stuff. It's an acting set piece. She like yeah. her shirt open. It's if it was in a if it was if the whole movie was that, which is what that's like the meat of the movie. Yeah. It would be like, damn, this is okay because it's sort of like that's that's where she's because then she freaks him out so much, kind of that mm-hmm. like he when he goes back to trying to do his sadomasochistic games with these other women, he can't. He's yeah, like, that's like she broke him. Yeah, like that scene, that scene where he's making the woman pretend to be a horse. <laughs> yeah, and it's just not, and he can't do <laughs> it a, anymore. Ride a horse. That ride is, a horse. Now be the horse. That is an amazing scene for so many <laughs> reasons. It is wild. <laughs> I mean, we and we we gotta say up top, this is a five Douglas movie. One hundred percent. There's so much like, weird sex stuff and nudity, and so oh much, man. Even so if there much. was nothing until the scene where she's in the bathtub and then she gets out of the bathtub and it's like full frontal nudity and it's mm-hmm. cutting to this. And I don't know which stuff was supposed to be in there or what wasn't, but it's like a sex scene slash imagined sex scene between yeah. them. But it's just like. It's like and then it, and it's like then, five minutes yeah, of just five minutes standing there naked nudity. and then her and then cutting to these scenes of her her and Patrick Bergen just like f- fucking yeah and, and it's, then it's like the abuse flashbacks to too yeah, the yeah. abuse yeah. flashbacks where there's all, more boobs there and then back to her being naked he's no exaggeration like five minutes of just straight nudity yeah. it's it's and so even if the movie hadn't already been like dirty which it is yeah. before that it would be like well this gets it a five dollars rating yeah, because this is. This is some gr- this is some gratuitous stuff, and I think that in a, in a, the movie that Lizzie Borden wanted to make, it wouldn't, it be, wouldn't gratuitous be gratuitous. At all. It would be that's what the movie's about, because her movies are her other movies are confronting like women's sexuality mm-hmm. and like putting it going like women can in, in a thorny can be and confrontational way, like in a way that's not purely like yeah, the way yeah. that we would think of a feminist project now being a bit more like afraid to make some serious accusations and do something more thorny. Right, but I mean, this would be about the movie's supposed to be about this woman who's like 
this is how I want to yeah. do sex, and it would make people uncomfortable. And the people making the movie, the men behind the movie, were like, "This is this making, is making us, us uncomfortable." uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, and that's why the movie is such a but, fucking. But then they, re- they what's funny is that they recut it by going like, "Okay, here's what we need to do: make this fi- try to find a, f- a way to fake a thriller out of what we've already shot, but keep all of the sex stuff." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Did you that you feel that overwhelmingly watching this that there is a there are the seeds and the bones of a very intimate and uh, and queasy unpleasant un- yeah. per, like but personal story about yep. female sexuality that might make you uncomfortable that is taken over by f- douchebag dudes yeah. Yeah. and ruined and you feel that to the core of it, this yep. movie it reminded me it, of it's uh, very uncomfortable watching this it reminded me of like what if somebody had tried to do this to in the cut. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought about in the cut. Oh, constantly. yeah. And I don't, and I don't particularly like that movie, but like that's Jane Campion's movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. She's yeah. doing she what got she to make wants. the whole thing. But that's what this movie would have been more like. Yeah. Like it would be this conf- confrontation. You, and you, you of might that not stuff. have liked that either, but at least it would be what it is. It would be a movie that was the movie that they tried to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the problem. I think that in the cut has a lot of stuff I don't like, which is like I don't aesthetically. I think it's an ugly movie, and it bothers me. You would have liked more at. poetry bothers, in this. I, I just, I just think it's an ugly movie to look at, right. and it's hard for like to like when a movie's like repulsive for me to watch. Sometimes I'm just like, well, mm. I, I see your, I guess you're making points and stuff, but also like, eh. <laughs> I don't like right. look. I don't like looking at you. But there's that funny dream sequence where this ice skate cuts a dude's head off, <laughs> <laughs> or cuts her head off, or whatever. And there's a scene in that, and that they that they had a great opportunity to do in this that they did not repeat, where. Meg Ryan, of course, sleeps in her open refrigerator <laughs> when she's having a breakdown. And there's a scene where Sean Young's like dealing with all of her shit later yeah. on. Totally could have had her sleeping in her open refrigerator. The, the Both movies have the, the protagonist have an unpleasant sexual relationship with a perv mustache freak. That's right. Yeah. But it but it works, <laughs> it works in, in the cut. Yeah. It does not. This this like and this is the whole core of it should 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 work because that's the whole point of the movie. The whole you're like they you, you don't feel any relationship between them at all. Yeah. Because the way that it's been edited or the way it's been presented, you're just like, what is even the... So that that like raw scene at the fire is supposed to be kind of her like breaking out at mm-hmm. it, you know, and it's... And you don't... But you feel nothing between any of these characters. And the Sean Young character's such a mess. At the beginning, she, you see her like sort of... They're, they're busting these cops and her friend, because she's the DA, her friend who's a cop... Who's a cop. ...is like basically being forced to blow this cop on Brady on... Uh, but she's like, I had to get him doing a felony. Yeah, and yeah. her friend's like, man, fuck you. You don't care about nobody. Her friend, her friend, her best friend, who then later investigates the... Yeah, the, yeah. The you know is trying to find her, but she's like you don't care about anybody, and so he's like oh she's this hard ass. But like the movie, I don't know it doesn't doesn't really do anything, really do anything do with you, that. What do we think is going on with the scenes with her, her friend the black cop? Because those scenes are very weird. You mean They're, where she's teamed up with the redneck cop, or it's, it's, that's that, got to be reshoots, it's, right? It's less those scenes, but mo- the stuff in the like interrogation room where like the two white cops are like asking her like you know what's going on with your friend, the bookend stuff, and the oh, scenes right. with her and the other cop, but like. They're so there's so much a sop. They're just like you. She literally says like you wouldn't ask a woman to do this, or if a man did it, yeah, you wouldn't care. Yeah. And no, it's one like, of the yeah, first one of the I first things it. that they say in the movie is, <laughs> and it's her going, "If Danielle was a man, you guys would be lining up to give her medals." And then the guy goes, "Yeah, but she's not a man." Yeah, exactly. It's like it's a little bit too it's a little bit too direct. Now I'm not I, I don't know maybe that's just the style at the time, but it's too direct. And also those those scenes are really just poorly and flatly blocked and shot. Yeah. So I wonder if they're reshoots. I don't I ha- know. I have to tell you this. Yeah. Like the clo- <laughs> and it and it's just because so much of this movie is an absolute disaster. But some of the only stuff where you kind of go like, "No, I'm watching a movie." Is this very funny like side plot? Well, I don't know. It's not supposed. Nothing's supposed to be funny in this movie. Uh, but like where her friend is 
trying to find her. She mm-hmm. gets lost because uh, Bergen kidnaps her, and her friend, who is also a detective, has to go find her. And her friend does a great job at it. <laughs> yeah, like she goes, she is so fucking good at it. And because, and it's also because they are trying to trim this movie down, so there's no room for her failure. Yeah, there's no anything. red herrings or distractions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she just goes to a place, finds a person, asks them a question. That leads there to another place. She yeah. she yeah. is so close. And then and she al- barely misses Sean Young. She almost finds Sean Young at the house like within minutes. Yeah, yeah. They drive away like and she just practically drives up. She's yeah. so good. Yeah. But yeah. it's probably mostly just because they chopped it down. This stuff might have even been tacked on for all I know. But the Patrick so big yeah. chunks of this movie. The Patrick Bergen parts shoot. don't really make any sense anyway. Well, I mean, the thriller the, part of it. Well, in the opening, I mean, that's the thing is that it's like a movie that was that was I think written as a thriller originally, mm-hmm. rewritten as less less of a thriller and more of like a psychological exploration, mm-hmm. and then re and then and then consequently, as they were shooting, apparently yeah. turned back into a thriller. So it doesn't <laughs> work as a thriller. Because it, those scenes are because those scenes don't work. Like the cops not finding her is like ah dang it we just missed her. There's no suspense. Yeah. Ever or like in even it. at the end where it's like you know she's like I'm gonna call the cops and we're gonna bust you and he's like later drives drives off and then uh, at the end of the movie it's just like her her friend the cop is like well they got him he was driving that car that stolen car like you said he like you said he was and we pulled him over for the stolen car and got him on an unrelated warrant. The end. No, that's not what happens. No? Because it's even worse than yeah. that. Because someone calls her and says, we got him, we found him. And you're going like, I wouldn't be surprised if this movie's just straight up had the bad guy just get caught off camera. But then someone calls her up like a fi- like two minutes later and goes, it wasn't him. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm sorry, it wasn't him. And I then forgot. her And then her power gets cut and she has her final confrontation with them where right. she ends up yeah. shooting him. She shoots him. It's wrecking so. There's an even It's very more- fatal, it's fatal, fatal attraction-y where it's like, yeah, and now the killer's there for some reason yeah. you're like is that what this movie was there's I an guess even more uh, an even more abrupt turn that happens that's that's uh, like almost the movie itself is aware of how like weird it's being yeah where and, and she's like been at the house and she's done this scene where she rips open her shirt and and goes like uh you know i don't even have orgasms yeah i don't like the feeling of a man inside me and she's, she's like getting real raw with him and then and then he like spanks her yeah. i don't know if it's the same one but then they're, they're, they're like hugging and crying and there's this weird you know uh, uh, Helsinki syndrome thing going on with him or whatever Stockholm syndrome and you're and you're just sort of going this is pretty, <laughs> no, <it's> Helsinki this, <laughs> this is pretty pretty maybe going to some pretty weird places or something like that I don't know what's going to happen and then and then he she just comes out with a gun and goes freeze you're coming with me yeah. and he goes hey what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and you're like yeah wow, oh, what are really, you doing she really turned on a dime there tight, tight, like the tight. movie itself goes oh shit I forgot what we were trying to do and Patrick Bergen the, the character he's not a murderer but he is this like uh, he's like a creepy con artist, sex creep who like cons these women into he, like he, he basically taking pervy like, photos and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and so he they're all going. Them, to he him tells them he's a famous photographer. There and so it's basically her trying to. She has these women, but they're, they're nothing on they're, him. Really, they're because, hesitant to actually say anything incriminating. Well, but also they, wanna, they they feel ashamed. Well, but also but also they it's uh, a situation where they every time they interview, well, like did you but like did you agree to do that? Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. And so it's, it was essentially consensual, even though they were. They were being coerced and yeah, forced yeah. into doing it. So it's a, so it's it's like an actually there. That part's an interesting, really interesting. There's an interesting yeah. thing going on there where it's like, oh fuck yeah, the the thorny issues of consent and what yeah. what's what, coercion, what, what's coercion and what d- went wrong because obviously these women are not ha- are yeah they feel are traumatized very, are very upset and they feel uh, abused and uh, sexually assaulted by this man, but 
by the law, the book of the law, mm-hmm. like there's nothing. I mean, they're trying and to they, get they're trying to get him on like stealing cars. And at shit. various yeah. points in this uh, process, they also really enjoyed themselves too. Exactly, they were like, "No, I As was having a good out. time," and then I wasn't. And, and that's, then that's, it's that's like one of that the, the and yeah. that's, that's why that scene with the horse riding lady kind of towards the end is almost like interesting because he's making her, he's making her up ride up and down like she's a horse, and that's and then and then he's like like scaring her. Yeah, because they they try to do this dynamic, and you see it like three or four times where he's like first he's just taking pictures with him going like yeah baby yeah well his his he gets shag me baby his deal is that he he like gets them to do something they like and then he gets them to this point where he where he scares them and then that's when he takes their pictures because that's his that's that's what he that's what he wants he wants them at this their most vulnerable moment which is right between enjoying themselves and not enjoying themselves and he's pushing this horsey lady where she's going like she's enjoying it and she's laughing and then he's like now be the horse and he's like Swatting he's got on a riding crop. He's got stuff. a riding crop, and she looks like she's crying at this point now. And then he goes like, "No, I can't do it anymore because of my it. experiences with Sean Young." And he leaves, and, and she she's goes, "Pissed? No, you give me, you go back to doing that." And yeah. I, so I guess she did. She, you know, yeah. it's yeah. The, it could have. I guess it could have been, but it's so fucked. It's it ends up being very far from interesting. <laughs> terrific, terrific scene. That scene is wild. I mean, and all this. I stuff. mean, it is. It is like kind of a because fu- you're like, what the fuck? And it's I like towards the end of the movie where you're tuning out and you're kind of like, well, at least there's this. <laughs> well, I'd be remiss not to point out that this all of this is burned into my brain because I probably watched this movie ten or fifteen times <laughs> when I was in high school because I, you know, this was at the point where I could just rent movies without my parents right. like uh, checking it or anything. And I had remembered this came out in '92. Uh-huh. I had remembered when it came out. You know how there was like shows like Entertainment oh, Weekly yeah, and yeah, Current yeah. Affair, and, and it's like here. Here's a news story. Sean Young naked in a movie. And they would just show this nude scene where, and, the, and you could see that it was full frontal, but they had like yeah, stuff covering out. up. Yeah. They actually used like graphics. The Entertainment of, Tonight logo is covering her boobs. No, it was, it was John Tesh's like, head. Yeah. It was actually like uh, <laughs> graphics of film. Like oh, a spool geez. of film no, no. <laughs> that was covering up her boobs and uh, crotchal region. What if it was? What if it was John Tesh's head over her crotch, and it's his his head floating there, ta- still doing the news report? <laughs> and on Mary it Hart, Mary Hart's face over Patrick Bergen's face, and she's talking. <laughs> so, somebody and had her, to put together a her whole... boobs or horns playing the Entertainment Tonight theme song. And right. then Leonard Malton just chroma keys in, and he's like, "Look at this! What do we got here?" <laughs> Kramer has a seizure. Uh, I had, but like, Kramer. can you imagine the idea of putting together? an entire like even if it's fake bullshit like an actual news segment about Sean Young in a nude scene Indeed in a I movie can. being the producer on that segment like <laughs> I, what I guess I gotta get interviews you know who did something? that that was it was Ed Burns yes probably. it was Ed Burns and he was working in entertainment tonight that's who you have to thank for that that memory that, cher- me- that cherished adolescent <laughs> memory your first boners, courteous, courtesy, courtesy Ed Burns. Thank you, Ed oh. Burns. <laughs> Give me five minutes on Shun Young being naked in a movie nobody's going to see. Ed Burns. Look, I will if I can have a camera to shoot the Brothers McMullen. No. Boy, Brothers McMullen. Okay. Yeah, remember he famously used camera equipment from Entertainment Tonight while he was an intern to shoot Brothers McMullen? Yeah, you know, uh, but, we, but you Tammy can't argue Taylor's with the results. In, Tammy Taylor's in Brothers McMullen. Coach Tammy Taylor? Mm-hmm. That's mm, the only I thing, the that. only good thing about it. I've never seen it. Uh, I saw it. I saw it a long time ago, and I was really into like you know these uh, indie. I was into any kind of like independent uh-huh. movie, and I was like, oh, I heard about this, and I, I I remember liking it, and then years later watched it again, and it was just kind of like, oh yeah, I watched Brothers. Well, I remember liking it, and then just going like, this sucks so much. It's this is it's like this is very bad. <laughs> it's like this is a bad uh, independent film made by this guy. That and one's that bo- one and it's boring, and I'm like ah, this because Ed Burns never did anything else except I like him in Saving I mean, Private he's Ryan. He's been in a ton of. He's but, made a ton of other. 
I don't. But, but none of his other movies are like good. Really, or he like he like I've got. I'm, oh, he's going to he went to the big times and then he like made like these like shitty indie these, movies. These like half-ass like two and a half star romantic comedies. But that one where John Bon Jovi's a house painter. You not tell you tell me that movie's not good. Oh boy, it's. I guess. <laughs> What's Probably. A, the it's the guy who's the other brother McMullen and that Mike McGlone. He yeah. he did some other shit, but uh-huh. like then he disappeared, and then I saw him in like a fucking insurance commercial like oh, three well. years ago, and I was like, that guy's still around. He was in the Pogues. Oh, good for him. The Pogues. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to love crimes though. Uh, well, anyways, uh, I mean, anyways, I don't know. I don't know where we're at. Where might, we're at those, I might have watched the exact same VHS tape that I wa- that I rented like eight or nine times at Blockbuster. Somehow video. It wound its way to Scarecrow <laughs> Video. Yeah, who knows? And this it's has never been released in any other format no. or anything. No, it's very I mean, hard I don't to think see. it will be ever. I don't. Yeah. It's like one of those movies because it's like also, it's not. It's the con like all this context we're setting up. There's not they they released one that was called like the unrated director's cut yeah but like that's not what lizzie it is. borden actually has gone on the record saying it's not that's just a marketing ploy by barbie weinstein yeah she's like this there's no director's cut of this movie she's like yeah. i never did a cut of yeah. the movie christ so like she's yeah which is why she tried to have her name taken off of it because essentially she had she had nothing she like it was like it's not my movie yeah but still it still says directed by her on there it's just you know? all this tricky like sexual stuff and then, and then they just take it away from the person and hack it together by a bunch of assholes. Like, yeah. what a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Like, and you know, yeah. And I mean, Harvey Weinstein was, I mean, before he was uh, out, you know, out as notorious for what he's in prison for, he was notorious for, like... Cutting up movies and taking them away from I people. I mean, he, yeah, yeah. Famous, famously did that. You know, I mean, uh, Miyazaki... Pulp, famous, pulp Fiction Miyazaki ruined... Fa- he ruined Pulp Fiction. <laughs> well, he, you know, he didn't... He gave... Some people got the, got the you know, yeah. the golden ticket, but, uh, but I mean, he uh, Miyazaki famously mailed him a katana... Yeah, that's right. And when he had... When, when he bought the rights to Princess Mononoke and with a note that said, no cuts. Yeah. Which is fucking <laughs> Good awesome. Good story. Because Weinstein had uh, also had something to do with Warriors of the Wind, yeah, I believe, oh, wow. and so he butchered. He had butchered a, a Miyazaki movie before, so Miyazaki had reason to to hate him. Plus, he'd also butchered like other animated films, like the uh, Lulu, mm-hmm. um, uh, Light Years, or Gondahar. Well, he really fucked that movie up. He fucked that up hardcore. But he, but he would fuck. Up, I mean. He's he was doing that. He was still doing that into the point where you're like, why are people still letting him do this? Like with uh, Snowpiercer, yeah. Like famously, Bong Joon Ho was like, no, I'm not going to cut anything. And Harvey Weinstein, out of spite, was like, fine, we're I only gonna, we're it. only going to release yeah. your movie to this many theaters. I mean, it became a cult hit and became this thing, but partly because Bong Joon Ho was like. Uh, like out front about yeah. going like, hey, this guy's a piece of shit. And he made a good and, movie. And he made a good movie. And people and people like him. Yeah. And don't like Harvey Weinstein. So the movie became a thing. But it took years to anyway. It was just it's just amazing that this guy got away with that shit for so long yeah. while also getting away with much worse shit. A lot of a lot but of people that, how, let him have a good pass there. How it even all if, conflates. I mean, there's like a, the kind of dude where even if he didn't do any of this, if he, even if he was like. The churchiest, like most virginal guy who did no sexy, creepy stuff. Uh, sex, sexy, no. sexy, creepy times. <laughs> sexy. Let's not. Who did no sexual, <laughs> creepy let's stuff? Let's not kink shame Travis. Whatsoever. Uh, what he would still be a monstrous piece of shit. Yeah, a bad, yeah. just a bad producer. Yeah. What a fucking monster. Yeah. And people, it was like a famous a Harvey Scissorhands. They called yeah. him, and it was like, haha, he's got a fun nickname. And you're like, take away this guy's power, somebody. Right. This guy has so much power, he fucks everything up. Well, he made. What about the two things that were good? Yeah. yeah. Well. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What, what about, about the, what about Shakespeare uh, in Love? Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway. Chocolat. Chocolat. Uh. But uh. But yeah. This is. But this is just. I don't know. I mean. I don't know. We've. We've done a good enough of job describing what happens in love crimes because it's such. Yeah. hard. It's you can't 90, really describe it's it. Ninety minutes long. It's hard. It's hard to get through. And there's no. Yeah. It's. It's. 
It's night. It's like ninety minutes that feels forever at times, yeah. and you're also like, yeah, I remember. I kept checking the it's time, incoherent, and it would be like, wow, how much? They're like it had to. This has to be fifteen minutes left in this movie. It's a half hour left somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. And and at that point, I'm like, what is even? But it has no that half it hour has no momentum be? or pace. It has no real plot or story. So it's just sort of like you're in limbo the whole time. You're watching scenes until the movie ends, yeah. and then you're like, oh, okay, she kills him at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, because he like he like attacks her and she shoots him. And it's like it's like and it's like a totally like a it's like a thing non sequitur like, almost yeah because it's like well, is that what he would do and then but why it, would this, why did this guy do this and this is just <laughs> like it's sloppy in so many ways but there's this picture of her that Patrick Bergen took of her basically being asleep in the bathtub yeah and that picture is taken as like implication that she's somehow in on her own mm-hmm. uh, degradation or she's like it was she's uh, complicit, complicit in her own abuse somehow consensual in her own right. abuse and so at the end she's burning this evidence and you're like that's not evidence like it's, yeah. she's asleep in a bathtub he could have Taking that Proof th- of nothing. It means nothing, yeah. and it's like, well, maybe she she's burning the evidence, and oh, she maybe she was. And well, like, but also like in the movie the, means nothing. I mean, maybe in the movie that was supposed to be made, like that, that would have been significant somehow. Well, because yeah, that's exactly. like maybe her burning the thing where she's like, I was actually mm-hmm. into that, and I can't, I but I still have to hide this from people because this is not I, yeah. I'm still I still think that me being into things like that is not okay or whatever. Right. Instead of it being this weird thing where like. You don't know what the movie's about, yeah. <laughs> and also we can't possibly have a movie where like we explore somebody's maybe potentially outre sex proclivities and and make it seem like they're okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, she has to be. It has to be fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's. A, it's like kink shame this character for no reason because we're too we're too scared of making any kind of movie out of it at all. But then the but then the movie can't even do that. Because, yeah, exactly. Because it's like, well, she's uh, into that because of abuse. Yeah, exactly. Like the movie, the people who butchered the movie can't even like settle yeah. on that being the thing that she's. And into you just it. sort of have to guess that what you see in these kind of blue tinted flashback scenes are some sort. Of, they don't. It, they're 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 meant to be cryptic, but you're, they're not. Who shot him? Was it Kit Carson? You said? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. They shouldn't be this cryptic because like when they, when there's supposed to be like this revelation at the end where a woman gets shot mm-hmm. after she's been like locked in the closet and you're still sort of like I don't yeah I don't know what happened <laughs> yeah it is not uh, <laughs> but sense. I guess it fucked her up in some sort of way yeah. that maybe led to her feeling ways about stuff I don't fucking know <laughs> it's just fucking nuts that's the movie for you any there, good lines here there's a fu- there's, I mean there actually are probably there are God. quite a few like be the horse be the horse be the horse be the horse there is a funny run gag. That horse came in and shot me down right where, in front of me. Where she keeps pretending to be a school teacher named Dorothy and nobody believes her. <laughs> where she she finds a guy who has a couple couple at a bar who has a couple cameras that's not Patrick Bergen and she thinks oh, it's yeah, him. Yeah. And she's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm Dorothy. I'm a school teacher. He's like, no, you're not. You're like a uh, lawyer, a yeah. assistant DA it would be my guess. You're like, wow, okay. <laughs> I like that that how guy immediately that guy's girlfriend comes out from a bathroom like, directly behind on? them and it's like, what do you do? And she's got a rolling pin. Janice Rossi. <laughs> Who's this? And then and Sean Young's like, gotta go. And she, not only that, but then the guy goes like, oh, Jesus. He like rolls his eyes. He's like, busted again. He's and a then, guy who looks, He the thing is that looks character. Looks like Billy Drago. He looks a little like Patrick Bergen, but also yeah. like Chris Cooper in Adaptation. <laughs> in adaptation. And I was like, wait, who is this guy? And, and then I, Susan Orlean comes out of yeah. the back and she's got the weird orchid cocaine so stuff. At first that they're snorting. I thought, I had Alligator to rewind it because so. I was like, wait, was that Patrick Bergen? I'm like, no, no, is he's like, this guy's like a hick dude or whatever. But it was weird. I was like, is that is that, is that Chris Cooper? No, Chris Cooper like was just not, didn't look like that then. Anyway, nah, I thought you, it was. You ain't uh, no school teacher. I thought it was odd. Uh, there's a scene earlier where Patrick Bergen's like in a big, like a mall, like a shopping center, like with all these different, like a multi-floor 
whatever, and he's just like taking pictures of all these oh, women yeah. in the place. And I was just like, uh, maybe in 1992, I guess that probably wouldn't have seemed so weird. But there's absolutely no fucking way somebody wouldn't go like, what that? What's that fucking guy doing taking pictures of everybody here hey, today? What are you yeah. fucking doing over there? Yeah, just Man. being a weird perv. <laughs> But there's but there's another scene later on where she first meets Patrick Bergen and, and he's like, "What's your deal?" She's like, "I'm a school teacher." He's like, "Nah, nah." Yeah. <laughs> so she just can't. can't Nobody can't sell believes it. it. She can't. Sell it. She can't act. I, I get the feeling that you don't aren't that and don't like kids. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Well, everybody's spot on. Uh, like, what else? What else do we got here? Uh, shit. Yep. Uh, did I wet your panties just a little bit? Yuck. Indeed. And he's like, what happens to a woman and me, but is between a woman and me, it's not a crime. And I don't care what you fucking Puritans think. Okay. Anti-Puritan. Okay. He, yeah. he is like, and this is, again, there's always these tiny little threads of like what the movie that it maybe could have been in some mm-hmm. completely different universe or whatever. But like he is like a, an accurate portrayal of this kind of psychopath. He, in no part of him, thinks that what he's doing is wrong. Right, yeah. And even though, clear, like, he, she's going, like, all these women have come to me, a law, an officer of the law, yeah. to say that you have assaulted them. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I help them, I help them. What I do is good for them, and it's good for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he will not be convinced otherwise. You can maybe see why Harvey Weinstein wanted to uh, yeah, not right. make it about that. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, this is ringing yeah. a little too true. Uh, and there's a part in it. Uh, I think this might be at the fire. And it j- just cuts to him saying this. Dude, it's funny. There's a fish in the Atlantic that has the exact yeah. same genitals as a woman. It's a well-known fact that fishermen often have sex with them. And I'm like, yeah, I know. We all, it's a well, <laughs> we, we all, all know. know the fish that the We all know about fought. the fuck that fish. Was, that was the best part of the whole movie because it was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a well-known fact, yeah. Kevin. I think um, I'm gonna. F- it was, I'm gonna on, it was my, on Jeopardy gonna, just the other night. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck what is, myself. A what fish. is the fuck fish? Before I die, I'm gonna fuck myself a fish. <laughs> yeah, fuck myself. That's probably gonna be my <laughs> final thought. A fish. One of those fish that the fishermen fuck with, as <laughs> is, is a well-known fact. <laughs> the well-known. Its fact. genitals look like a woman's genitals. It's like the end of the Irishman. What the fuck do you know about fucking a fish? <laughs> what do you know about fucking a fish? Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, that's good enough. That's good enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get it. Let's get out of here. Let's get, let's get these ratings. Uh, I'm gonna give this zero juds, but wow. that's not Woo. a that's not a statement of quality. It's a statement of how this is unrateable. Yeah, okay, it's not, not, not a finished. Product. It's not a lack of quantity of juds. Is that I'm giving it no rating. Yeah, um, it doesn't exist. It's it's a movie that is completely <laughs> incoherent for reasons out of its creator's control. And I just don't have I don't have anything to say about that. Other than it's a travesty, and it's not fair. It's not fair. I yeah. mean, it's this is a movie, it's a movie for many it's reasons. A absolutely beautiful reflection of how unfair Hollywood yeah. is. Yeah. So I'm giving, Specific, I'm giving particularly it, towards women. So I guess I should say I'm not giving it zero juds. I'm just not giving it any juds. <laughs> wow. Okay. No rating. Okay. Uh, I, how I am, however, giving it five Douglases. Yes. Because boy, there is a lot of sleazy, fucked up shit in this movie. Yeah. Uh, as Christ. as we have gone over, uh, probably to uh, to great extent, too much. Anyway, uh, there's too yeah, there's too much fucked up sleaze to to even get into. Uh, it's it's impressive. And uh, and I'm gonna. <laughs> it's something like in all on all honesty, like forty percent of this movie features nudity. Yeah. It's so yeah. much nudity. Uh, and I'm gonna give it uh, one. Wonderful horsey lady. <laughs> yeah, that that is the one successful scene I would say in this movie, and it's also pretty upsetting, pretty and upsetting. weird, and yeah. not great. I'm gonna give it. God, I don't know. I, I can't. I don't want to go with a zero. Maybe a half. There, there is something. 
this this is an upsetting movie for a lot of reasons, and it's I think even more upsetting for the fact that it's only exists. The only chronicle of it is this yellow. This fucking VHS tape is practically yellow. Yeah, in a miserable story this on Wikipedia. Shitty looking mm-hmm. VHS tape that is all you can find of it because they tried to bury it because it's evidence essentially. Yeah. Of how fucked up, uh, particularly Weinstein, but Hollywood in general is, and mm-hmm. and it's almost non-existent. It's almost not even a thing. But maybe that's just the fact that there's this tiny little bit left that it exists. Yeah, yeah. might be worth something. But it's not not worth anything as a movie no. at all. It's it's not a movie. It's not, it's a not really product. a movie. It's not a finished. And product. again, yeah. it was taken completely taken away from the person. And as there's attempts at personal interesting stuff in there that are completely robbed of the filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, five Douglases though, because yeah. that's what it is, <laughs> and that, and I certainly didn't care about any of the other stuff when I was sixteen or whatever. And no, you probably thought those parts were boring. Over and over you know? and over. <laughs> those parts are boring. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, uh, it's still true. Let's see. Yeah, that's the only way to enjoy it is when you were you when you were sixteen and saw it. Quote unquote enjoy. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. It might. Yeah, I watched it a lot though. It might have been, been a similar sort of thing with like we talked about this with Basic Instinct, where I'd yeah. be like, I'm gonna look at these boobs, but I don't like this movie very much. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten. Uh, just. Completely unconvincing as cool teacher portrayal. <laughs> Just don't, don't believe it yeah. for a fucking second. I didn't second. believe it for one second either. Every I time for, she said I I'm forgot like, I about it. I, this. <laughs> I, I, I didn't believe it so much I forgot about it. It reminds me of that episode of Seinfeld where George can't lie, so he's like lost yeah, yeah. It, he's lost his lying and he's talking to Jay Peterman and he's like, I can't go with you to your mom's funeral, or whatever. I'm having a boil, Lance, and he's like, George, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> uh, uh, George, I don't believe that for a second. I'm gonna give it uh I'll, Boy, I don't know. I'll give it half a Judd. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's like there's there is like potential for a movie in here, and uh, being a fan of the filmmaker, it's like such a bummer that like she didn't get to make the, a movie. I mean, whether whether or not her movie had turned out good or bad, like you don't even you don't see anybody's movie here. Mm-hmm. It's no. just such a it's like such a mess that you don't like you know her her love crimes may have also been something we'd be like this isn't very good. Yeah. But at least it would have been uh, her movie, her movie, and a movie instead of whatever the fuck this is. We um, could, we can't, we can't urge you strongly enough to go fucking check out Working Girls and Born in Flames. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, like I said, Working Girls is coming out on a nice Criterion edition later oh, this summer, awesome. and so that's that's a great way to check it out. And uh, Born in Flames has been on the Criterion channel for a while, mm, and I think is it might on even DVD. be on YouTube. It's on DVD. Yeah, it's it's, it's easy to you, see. You can find it, but it's a crazy. That's that's that, a and that's that movie's a wild. That's futuristic like a, dystopian feminist, but it's meta like a, documentary. But it's, ex, it's an experiment. It's like experimental cinema. It's really great. Catherine Bigelow's in it. Catherine Bigelow is wow. in it. Wow! Yeah, holy briefly. shit! I'm gonna watch this. It's a weird movie. It's a. It's a. It's, it's terrific. It is. It, a. It's uh Yeah. But uh, well, I. Yeah. I can't urge you enough to look up Lizzie Borden's. Lizzie uh, Borden should you get it. Everybody. Every. <laughs> particularly every woman that got fucked over by Weinstein should get another chance. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But uh. So so I'll give and five Douglases of course. Um. Because of all the. But I mean, honestly, just there's like one five minute sequence that, that would earn it. But like right yeah. from the beginning, it's like ew. The very first scene is her busting these cops, like yeah. forcing this woman to give them a blowjob. And it's like, and it turns out he's like, you're a cop. And she's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, hey, fuck you to her friend who like was like, I just needed you to, I needed to get him on tape getting getting his dick sucked or whatever. I'm sorry. Balonious cock sucking. What's Uh, that from? 
That's from something. God damn it. Oh, we'll figure it. Well, hashtag. Hashtag. Felonious <laughs> cocksucking if you know the answer. Uh, and I'm going to give it. Uh, oh, shit, I had it. Oh, I'm going to give it one well known fact about this fish that men, <laughs> that sailors fuck. That has the same channel. Everybody knows. Yeah, blah, Everybody blah, blah, knows that. The fish that I know. I know. Fuck. I'm sorry. I don't bring it up again. We all know that. <laughs> so it's sick a, of hearing about the fish with human genitals. It's a well known fact. <laughs> It's a well-known fact. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Whenever the fishermen come back, well, you've been fucking those fish again. Well, it's a well-known fact that yes, I have been fucking those fish again. <laughs> we all know that. To She's like, oh, Janice Ross, you are nothing but a fish whore. <laughs> Do you know you have a whore fish living in your building, it's Mr. A, Superintendent? That's from Shark Tale too. <laughs> the felonious uh, cocksucking is from Enemy of the State. It's it's Sizemore. Oh, wow. He's like, you're the only person who's getting arrested here is you for felonious cocksucking. It's not going to be my guess. With an attempt to swallow the evidence. Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, that's a great one. We got to do that movie. Okay. Good movie. Oh, well, well, but what are we doing next? Next, yeah, we're going to we do something next? a little weird. Uh, we're going to do almost exciting. This is an idea that I, I had this I got, this oh, week man. when I watched the most recent uh, Netflix release, "Woman in the Window" with Amy Adams. I was like, we should do some new thrillers because they're coming out again. Yeah. So we're going to do "Woman in the Window." We're going to do the little things. Oh, I can't Which wait I for you guys. Seen. Oh, you've seen it? I, have, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you, you, I have to Rough. watch that again. Written, what I do for this written, podcast. I know. I, I have to watch all three of these again, and I just watched them. Uh, little things, yeah, written in the 90s, but released last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell. And um, uh, Fatal, starring Hilary Swank as a psycho lady cop stalker. Swank. Ten so times more than some. We're going to do some new stuff. Cool. I'm... Yeah, I'm gonna watch them because I have to. The new I'm, kids. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited about it and dreading it at the same time. I'm not excited. We're gonna call in it. What's the, what should we call it? Oh, we'll figure we'll it out. Figure out. Okay. I think I'm gonna call this one the Young Ones. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's easy enough. It's young and the Restless. Yeah. yeah young maybe. and the Reckless. Young and the Reckless. Yeah, only go the good the young die young. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Plus she died though, kinda. <laughs> well, only the good die young. You know, that's what happens now. Only the good. Period. Die, comma young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> no, money down. That's a bit much. <laughs> That's a bit much, but I like it. All right. Uh, all right. Anyway. Follow, follow us on Patreon. Yeah, yeah follow get on us our on Patreon. Twitter. Get on our Twitters. Review us on iTunes. iTunes. Five stars five only. Stars five only. stars only, for God's sake. Write some, write some nice reviews about how you almost died listening, laughing at our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Mail us stuff. Uh, donate to Scarecrow videos. So many ways you can devote your time, energy, and money. Absolutely. And it's and, all uh, great. Come back next time for the whatever we're going to call the new new the new guys. Yeah. New, the, new, the, new the new kids. The new kids or the whatever. Kids. Anyway, until then, the suspense is killing us. Bye. 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 But there's no Keep from